and we are live hey mrs concrete <laughs> what's good what's going on with you honey uh thank god it's wednesday i'm so looking forward to the weekend Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Cinco de Mayo's tomorrow. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, too. Yeah. Oh, child, I f is it? Dang, I didn't even know. Um, you don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Uh, no. Oh, you too black for that? I celebrate Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you just trying to go out and have a cocktail and some tacos. I'm down for uh, Facts. <laughs> yup. <laughs> You should join. Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. Child, listen. Listen, what? I, I refuse. Um, I don't know why, girl. You need a. You listen. No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, there's never a bad time for tacos. I got to work tomorrow, child. Anyways, at both both jobs. Um, just for a little while longer. But um, how's your week been? Why are you rushing the weekend? Girl, the gym is tearing me up. And oh, so when I say sis is tired, sis is tired, child. So the weekend, that's your time off. No, girl, ain't no days off. Oh, well, then it don't matter. <laughs> it do matter a little bit because I won't have to work in conjunction to, you know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I feel you. So, girl, even Sunday? Oh, Lord. Um, That's a well, lot. It's my my goal is to be like a size a four in oh, like girl. two weeks. Oh, so you want to look like a crackhead? Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, no, not a crackhead child. <laughs> no, but I gotta, do, I gotta do something. So no, I feel you. I feel you. You know, at least in the beginning, you could always scale back later on down the line. You know, do your thing while I'm motivated for it anyway. Exactly. Know? Um, what else is going on in your world? Uh, nothing, honey. Just these cheering is so many of them and <laughs> well you know how they go you know how that go um i'm doing pretty good like i had to get back to work and stuff this week which ooh, it's been a doozy i'm really like i need a a, a vacation from like my, my wedding because i okay. literally it's so much going on and you know how it is when you like was have been missing a lot of work or out for several days even though you are being you're taking your paid time off you come back to work and it's like everything halted they waiting on you to get back so Listen, they can have you do this this and that child i, I need um i took me and curlin took our trip last week mm -hmm. i needed just about half a day to at least catch up with my emails yeah yeah and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> whenever i come back from the taking like especially if i've taken like significant time off um i put my um computer i put myself in do not disturb don't 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 come bothering me because <laughs> it's like they waiting for you to get back to be like um can you tell me this about this contract um what's going on with this um can you do some training on me uh, 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 uh. give me a day or two dang back up you know Yes, yes, so. yes. I totally, totally understand that because, mm -hmm. honey, they make yeah. it extra real for us when we come back. That part. That just tells me we important people. That part, but I mean, listen, don't uh, don't try to have me double up on work when I come back because then it's like, you know, I, you know, didn't essentially, even though I'm taking PTO, if I come back and I have to do double the work, it's not really worth it for me. There should be somebody in my absence that you can go to with these issues instead of bombarding me when I come through the door. 
What girl, you... I got a suggestion, but you're not going to take it, but it'll help. What's the suggestion? Fuck they shit up. <laughs> you know what I've learned, though? I'm going to tell you something. What I have learned is to stop giving 110% because they expect it, and that's the norm for them. So, baby, like, our, our program... Uh, that I work on has exploded, almost doubled in size, and they had me doing the work of like three people, baby. I, I, oh, I can't. Are it's you? So, it's so busy. Yep. Yeah, like, mm, mm-hmm. I, I'm not doing You'll it. You're training oh, I'm everybody. You doing a supervisor job? Listen, I'll be like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed, and I do. Like, seriously, like y'all ain't, you know, paying me significantly more. Y'all ain't paying me three salaries, but you want me to bust my behind, and literally, I'm salary, so. I work until it's done, but Listen, girl, anyway, uh, I can talk I'm, all day I'm, about that mess. I'm gonna make you hollow. Well, I had to train a supervisor for something, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, <laughs> I'm not telling them everything I know." <laughs> girl, I, I'm trying to tell you. Listen, I'm and not this, telling they, you. You're they, they in this position. Bitch. I'm in this position. Right. You should already know these. Figure things. it out. <laughs> Figure it out. But um. I got a question for you. I got a question Uh-oh, for you. I got a question for you. What? So I saw this post floating around on social media where um, it stated that a man ghosted his fiance on their wedding day because she had a bachelorette party and a video was sent to him from her sister of one of the male strippers who was dripping chocolate from his private into his into the fiance's mouth. Uh, what's your thoughts? Was he wrong? Uh, did he should he? I mean, be understanding. It's your last hurrah. Last, you know, what's your thoughts on it? Do you know what you just said? I do. He I, was I, dripping chocolate mm-hmm. from his private parts. Yeah, and she was sitting there catching it like a baby bird. But listen, it's the bachelorette party, though. What like, does that oh. mean? bachelorette party so i mean you could have like a i think we need to redefine that as a society um because like if your man went to a bachelorette party and sucked on some titties would you still have gotten married um see to be completely honest okay so uh, to be honest i think women expect that like not that their man is going to have sex with somebody else no 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 but that that the know that the bachelor party can get a little wild so what that may mean different things to different people i'm gonna tell you something like my husband is a piece of work. He ain't, he'll be like, I suck, sucking on them musty titties. Like, he is very funny acting. So fickle. Girl, like, I'll be like, God dang, you do not got to act like that. He, like, he looks, he be looking out his nose on people. And he just not going, he, like, I, I, he, my fiance. Now, let me say this. I say all that, but in, in, in all honesty, if I were with my ex, yeah, he probably would have. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody came back and was like, he was sucking on musty titty on musty stripper titties i would be shocked so for me i don't know that i would call off the wedding for it but there are certain acts that would be off limits and if i found out he was doing with a stripper the night before we said our vows it's over i mean the that is ridiculous and there's a certain thing is like pushing a boundary mm-hmm. but chocolate from a private part are you yeah. nuts? 
Yeah, that was a he. She went a little far with that, but you know the crazy thing is, all the women I saw this first posted um, in a black all woman group, well, one, black woman group, and the women was like, "Oh, the sister sleeping with him? Why was she like? Nobody said that she did anything wrong. They like, you know, oh, she should be glad she dodged the bullet. He effed her sister. Like everybody was like." The they were more focused on the sister than they were on the actual act. Yes. And how many times have we seen that? All over and over again. And the Amazing. crazy part is the sister, like it came out, more information was good about the story. And she ended up kicking the sister out of her bridal party. So the sister was on some get back stuff, which is super petty. But nonetheless, you doing this in front of a crowd of people, like I'm not surprised that somebody sent it to them. Child, you try. I mean, out. do you expect a room of about 20 to 30 ladies to actually hold a secret? Exactly, exactly. Especially so. with you doing something like that. I agree. But did he have to go as far as like, like yes. standing her up at the <laughs> Yes. Yes. Salute that brother. That brother has some standards for himself. Yes. Oh, okay. 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 You know what? Better he stand her up than to jump on that hoe. That well, was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and then, like I said, ladylike culture. <laughs> I'm one to talk, right? Mm -hmm. But ladylike culture is becoming like a thing of the past everybody wants to be the wild chick the chick that does any mm -hmm. and everything with no repercussions yep. and that's not how this shit works no you about what to be somebody's wife and you letting somebody dangle their little nasty penis over your face no <laughs> like <laughs> what yeah <no. laughs> i saw that so i was like wow mm -hmm. that's and you did it with a straight face like, baby like I, wow. I'm gonna tell you something though we do know as women like everybody it's it's a well-known fact that bachelor parties get raunchy but we know bachelorette parties baby they be I mean, I've been to bachelorette parties family members of mine and I am telling you it goes down at the bachelorette parties Listen. not necessarily always the bride but it's dang near people it's dang near an orgy like it be so much heavy petting and penis being touched and played with <laughs> right. and, like <laughs> at the back yeah. listen Baby, and they're gonna make there. sure you touch it listen, <laughs> i didn't even have one wasn't interested i'm like uh-uh I, I you know what every time i think of like um guys being strippers or like mm -hmm. the ig models or dare i say it porn stars mm -hmm. i you know it just gives me a thought process because i'm like Damn, you you actually out here selling ass. Like you out you here. You know what? Yeah, I've never been attracted to strippers though. Like, I, I couldn't yeah. I wouldn't like if if one of my friends had like a that type of bachelorette party for me, mm -hmm. I would have been pissed. Like you, would you if they tried to surprise you, like surprise with Mr. Big, out, like no ma'am. This police officer uniform, you know, muscles everywhere. You would have been you would have some type Not of even my type. I don't <laughs> I don't look at that and think like, wow. I look Ooh. at that and think of like, ew, he a thought. <laughs> look at him selling his ass. <laughs> Shake that ass for this dollar. I'm going to tell you something. And I'm like, my friends, I, like I've said this and I love my friends and they listen to the show. So ain't no telling. They might be listening right now. I love my friends, but they're extremely extroverted. And my friends, they would be mad at me because they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're such a prude. Like my, I get caught, like even 
during my, you know, um, the uh, reception and us getting ready and like they were making certain comments about, uh, you know, um, consummating the marriage and things of that nature, which I did not like. But um, they like, oh, my gosh, you such a like they're always calling me approved. They would have been mad that they spent money, got a stripper. But it's kind of like read the room. You know that that's not my forte. So why would you waste your money? I wouldn't even be considered a prude. But my friends don't consider me prudish, but mm -hmm. still like, ew, no. Yeah. No, yes, no, thank you. That's not it's a no. I don't find me. anything attractive about that. Yes. He's running around shaking his ass and twerking Listen, his maybe shit. having them thongs all up in there. <laughs> that's, that's and not, then that's you know, when you think about it, like mm -hmm. so and not saying that this is everybody, but I'm like if when you hear about men actually um, getting paid more to perform for men and then you hear about them performing for men mm -hmm. and stuff like so no 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 thank you <laughs> I want no yeah i feel you i just found that to be interesting especially the response of the women and i don't know why it was interesting i should have expected it but you know you yeah. know how them comments be child we be on the total opposite end of <laughs> honey yeah we gotta do better we gotta do better <laughs> We got to be well, sisterhood. <laughs> listen, like I, 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 I'm praying for us because baby, every day the I see examples of why black men make the comments they make about us. We need listen, to be better. I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I definitely want to talk about the passport bros. Y'all oh. have went viral. Oh, um, there was a guy who made a post and had some um, women from wherever they were from. She was riding a pole, just doing something on the pole. Right. And he said, all you needed was $30 and a bag of rice. And when oh, I yeah. say black okay, women okay, okay. lost their shit. All yes, the sexual yes. tourism. How she telling somebody they need to, um, but and and the, somebody responded. Um, the girl said, "Well, if y'all lose weight and treated your men right, um, y'all wouldn't have to be worried about it. Like, stop hating." Mm -hmm. Girl, black women was like, "You don't tell me nothing about black mm -hmm. men." Y'all over there is just selling it. Um, they talked about sexual tourism from mm -hmm. black men. Um, they talked about the women in those other countries being subjugated. And I was sitting there listening to all of that. And, you know, we've had plenty of conversations mm -hmm. about um, SYSBM passport. Oh, yeah. Roles, oh, yeah. Even um, whatever. Mm -hmm. But. Um, they really don't think that it's men going over there to actually look for wives um, or, you know, really looking to be paired up more so mm -hmm. than um, sexual tourism. But I noticed that they don't take any accountability for when black women are going to wherever they go and doing what they do. And we know that that happens also. I just thought it was interesting. Um, I definitely think that it's interesting. Uh, I, I do see a lot of women downplaying the reasoning, but also at the same time, there aren't like, there's not data to support the fact that there's a large number of men going over there and marrying women either. But then they were, um, 
there's not data to support that. Then mm -hmm. um, it was said that, you know, they're going over there and creating single mothers and leaving the women knocked up and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how would right. you know there's no paternity test? Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That, that's an assertion. Like, uh, and Yeah, and these women, a lot of these women were already single mothers, especially if you're talking about um, mm -hmm. countries like Colombia, Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. A lot of those women were already single mothers before. Yeah. these men got here sure. um but they wanted to make those women out to be victims um you know like women don't make a choice to a lot of those women do make choices to do that oh, yeah. but there was no no nothing said for the women that wanted to do that but everybody was a victim now i get everything with the young girls in in especially that aspect i totally understand that and mm -hmm. i can ride for that cause but um if she is 18 and up you know she definitely has choices and men go yeah. and do what they do to be completely honest, a lot of those women, that's how they feed their families like i have watched so many videos and when we i think our initial uh stream that we did about the topic i was watching videos and uh it was kind of like a lot of them referenced blame it on rio and it was even discussing how a lot of the women are partnered or married and that is how they are supporting their families yeah. Yeah. so they're they're making a conscious choice like literally some of these countries some of these smaller third world countries sex tourism is what's keeping the countries afloat because as a result of it there are people coming and you know engaging in tourism and you know engaging in activities that would keep small businesses afloat you know paying to stay in hotels and yada 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 so it's big money for the entire country yeah and then they they act like the men in those countries aren't in on it mm -hmm. and you know it, it it was just interesting um yeah. because it's a lot of men of all ethnicity and races that go and do those things like yeah and it's on. kind of being touted as almost as if like this is something that's happening against these women will or that you know the men are just simply taking advantage if black men never go to another third world country and engage in any kind of consensual activity with another woman it's not gonna stop like that this is that part you know this has been this this has existed before black men even started pushing the notion that black men should travel abroad and that their options are plentiful abroad like the black men are i don't even believe that it's black men solely keeping these economies afloat like white men been doing this for facts 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 Facts. Shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, I was actually going to do a live stream on that very video after y'all stream. Um, uh -huh. Damn, you should have asked for the collab. What's up? Uh, which one? He's talking about the one that we interviewed with him. Uh, um, which one? The uh, the one with the, the tour sexual tourism. And stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, it's black women protecting their market of the bottom 80% of black men. Mm. They're just too proud to admit it. Um, wait a minute. He said it's black women protecting their market of the bottom 80% of black men. They're just too proud to admit it. Okay. Um, very, very interesting. When you talk about that bottom 80%, uh, because I, I don't think 
I mean, I think we'd like to relegate the conversation, just like we were pointing out how Black women want to relegate the conversation to men going over and taking advantage of these women. I think that on the other side, the conversation is often relegated to the bottom percentile of Black men um, on, on the flip side. Yep. And shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says they don't give up about actual SA victims in those countries. Mm. That's their hook to shame men to go <laughs> SYSBM. You know what? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, every man going over to even perform sexual tourism isn't going over to whatever places they're going to specifically to do that. Right. And I think we need to stop that. Um, this is the yeah. thing that it's like trying to make the men out to be monsters mm-hmm. um, at every turn when, you know, it, it's got to be some accountability on both sides. Um, if the men are monsters, the women are just just like just just as even and equal, in my opinion. Y'all want to be equal in every fucking thing mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Be equal in accountability that women are just as much is messed up as the men that they talk about the thing is if men just want to buy some tail they can do it here you don't have to pay for a ticket <laughs> support your leave. local economy baby listen that's why you know that it's not just about that i actually do believe that the men feel like they find more suitable options over in these other countries and of course women are going to make the argument that that's because they have a simply adopted a white patriarchal mindset and they want women that they can subjugate and yada 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 that's another discussion for another day however um if men were just going to engage in sex tourism they don't have to leave the country baby it's plentiful right here they can pay for it right here people are advertising in their ig literally go to any you know go to strip clubs go to you know there are websites where women are advertising on and you know so men don't have to leave the country just to get some tail no not at all not at all Mm -hmm. um but there was something else i wanted to bring up Mm -hmm. and shout out to gaston for sending this to me he says that kevin samuels got ugly men feeling like a prize and that's why y'all like like him oh 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 how many times have we been covered this but you know what the way that he um putting it in those terms um first off it, it, it do you think do you do you find his comment to be true do you find that kevin has ugly men feeling like the prize and um that's what has that's what's resulting in the problems that we're seeing this is the thing it's not a factor of a man being ugly. And and I keep saying, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. We as black women put too much emphasis and focus on a man's sexual market values, way too much. If a man is working, he's able to provide, he's got a good heart, he has a good character, he pays his taxes, um, he's not leeching off of a woman, he respects his family, um, he respects you as a, a person then I, I i do think that those things should be put above way above that um to me the problem with kevin's platform and it's just my opinion you do have um <laughs> i'm not gonna say that um majority of his followers are incels but a lot of their rhetoric represents that entire group just like the ratchets represent um 
certain aspects of black women or a lot of aspects of black women, I feel like a lot of the things that these guys are saying, and they may not have the looks, they may be socially awkward. They may be the person that you looked over. A lot of them are saying they have, they still have the same stuff to say that other black men that are normal, quote unquote, have to say about black women. Mm -hmm. But um, we will definitely downplay anything that a guy that we're not attracted to is saying like if you're yeah, ugly and you're right. saying that there are problems with black women mm -hmm. your ugly ass can't tell me nothing you can't even get me you couldn't do nothing you Listen, can't tell me nothing about black you ugly no. i agree with that but at the same time like i don't like this notion that like black women women want somebody that they're attracted to too that's like that's not even a black woman thing most women are like you know in large numbers go after the attractive quote-unquote select men um most women want somebody that they are attracted to is that the smartest thing is it is it smart to put attraction above somebody who's going to give you financial security and somebody who is hard work no 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 absolutely not but um you know Black women, women in general, also want to be physically attracted to their partner. They want to have that physical connection with their partner, too. So I don't think that there's some anything wrong with, you know, wanting somebody that you're attracted to. But I do think that that being the top priority over all other things or the sole thing that you focus on is absolutely problematic. As it relates to the question regarding, um, you know, the gas and scent, I think that that's, there's some truth in it. I think that unattractive men have have essentially utilized kept are utilizing Kevin Samuel's talking points to denigrate and you know beat down black women and say mm -hmm. y'all ain't ish and and oftentimes and for many of them it's kind of like payback you know like it's yes. like they, yeah, they yes. somebody going in on black women and, and, and pointing out their flaws, the same group of women that have rejected me time and time again, I'm jumping on the bandwagon and being a part of this movement. Yeah. Um, and these are still the same rejected men, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and I was thinking about like with the sexual tourism and stuff like that, I, it kind of made me laugh because I was like, a lot of the guys, <laughs> I'm sorry to say a lot of them. Mm -mm. A lot of them um, go because they can't get the attractive woman over here. Mm. They go Ooh. because they want to get attractive women and those attractive women, the attractive women over here are winning. They know they have options and they're not just checking for it. They don't care if you have money like and um, yeah. I dated four basketball players and they was different size of the nba what yeah. you talking about you know what i'm saying so um yeah. a lot of those guys were rejected you know by a lot of black women so i do think it's the big payback that's a good point you know and i know a lot of men will say oh well we can go like other groups of women find you know the women, the men that are rejected by black women can go and, and have success amongst these other Be groups. Be kings but, amongst yeah, other groups. Now. I, I don't deny that, but I do think that it's a bit different. Um, black men are freaking gods. They are the most beautiful thing in the entire world. Like they are a species to behold. Like, like, come on, of course, you know, and, and because they are as black women, 
typically we've had our pick of black men. We yep. are not just relegated to the, the few black men in our circle because we're black women. We are in community with them. We've had our pick. So for black men who travel outside of their community, they're you know one of very few black men. You are a God and you may be a God within the black community too, but like black women may be like, but this God looks back, this God is a 10. Well, yep. within the black community on the rating scale, you may only qualify as a five, but outside of the black community, you may still qualify as a 10 because there are fewer of you available and you know they're going to you know still be able to appreciate um, the beauty that you are because they don't have the same level of access that black women have to black men. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to big J triple X. He says, Kevin Samuels made it okay for black men to be entitled. <laughs> A-holes. Okay. Child, mm -hmm. I was, I was, <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. at-hole. <laughs> Listen, me and my education um shout out to uh MGTOW universe again he says kevin samuels is intentionally the biggest advertiser of sysbm mm -hmm. every single show is a showing of women embarrassing themselves case doing god's work wow you know what and mm. see this is what i'm gonna start i am going to start the opposite of the kevin samuels show Mm -hmm. I am going to have men come up and I'm going to be like, what's your salary and height <laughs> and shoe size? Listen, and then I am going to break to them down. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm going to be like, you average, you broke. <laughs> You don't know. It oh, <laughs> sounds like Harpo from uh, not Harpo from Mister from the you Color Purple. You, you broke, yuck. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. I think we should start that. I think we may need a segment. We I'm may just need saying, segment. like, I, I, mm -hmm. listen, he's made great success. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, that that actually would be pretty funny. Yeah. Goodness, uh, rated Bo. I I absolutely disagree with you. Um, all men are not gods. All men are not uh, beautiful. Uh, and there's no group of men in the on this plant planet, probably in the entire universe, that compares to black men. It just they just don't. I mean, come on. Like, God took his time with black men, baby. And I don't apologize for that. There's nothing that compares mm. to black men. And Praise to be completely God. honest, I'm going to tell you something. As it relates to black women dating out, typically black women that are dating out are doing so because they have had failed luck within dating black men and they're looking for security. They're not dating out because they think black uh, white men are fine. They're not dating out because white men are these you know, godly kings that no other group compares to as it relates to their physical um, physical appearance. Like, that's not the reason why. Oftentimes, it's because they're looking for that security that they don't feel they could get from a black man. And then um, also, they've had failed relationships with black men, and they feel like the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, I would 
listen, uh, shout out to Warren. He says, congratulations on dying alone. I'll be telling him you're going to die alone. Buy a dog, die alone. Mm. Girl, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, yeah, and those men will just lie, mm. just like those average at best women on KS's <laughs> show. He said it ain't going to work, Danny. We ain't going to be I, Listen, I, and somebody said Kendra G is already um, doing that. Mm. Kendra's not mean enough. All you got to do is be a little bit meaner. And, <laughs> well, you're um, going to have to take the reins on that. Um, why I got to take the reins on it? Because I can't be mean enough. That's why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen, did you, did you get you a little joint before? <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. You know, I don't have it. Unless we're talking about black issues, just talking I'ma about. I'm going to say very... I, all I'm going to have to tell you is that he dates white women on a regular. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and show out. Oh, Big J, I'm not capping. You can't tell me. I'm a woman. You can't tell. You're a man. Do you do you look at other men and judge their physical appearance and how they compare to other men? No, but I do. And I know what black men have. And I know, you know, what black men embody. It's uh, it's unfortunate that y'all don't realize it. Black men is uh, black men is great. Mm-hmm. He likes black Goodness music. rated ball, yeah, two of them. Good, yeah, uh, uh, all uh, you got two uh, all together. Uh, go, go ahead, but um, as a whole, they don't compare. Um, which and, and they know that. To be completely honest, they're threatened by the physical appearance of black men. Why do you think they have a history of of, of, of denigrating black men? They have to make them seem like the worst people on the planet they have to go out of their way and create a system to keep black men down because they know black men are superior but anyway um there was something that i was going to mention and i can't even recall because we've got so far off the topic wait a minute so y'all y'all good with uh roe v way possibly being overturned who is y'all oh you asking the brothers yeah y'all good with that the funny thing about that is, well, not the funny thing, but the interesting thing, <laughs> the interesting horrible. thing about that is that um, I thought black women would be up in arms, but I see black women saying this ain't our fight. This this on this on Karen them. Um, black women are saying this ain't got nothing to do with us. Um, we need to stay out of it because they understand that this is about population control, and yep. I'm just surprised that black women aren't like. We're we're fighting for you know I, I, right you know, right because... I thought that's interesting mm-hmm. yeah um that's really interesting but I had thought about yeah. it I was like hmm. mm-hmm. thank God I'm not there you know um what are your thoughts though none really um yeah you know it's just one of those things I don't believe in abortion period but okay. um yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't believe in it, so it's not a thing that affected me to where I was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. But you know, I could see why it would be, you know, a thing. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Um, but the first thing I thought about was population control. That was the first thing I yeah. thought about. I was like, "That's for population control." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that when when it was when they were discussing overturning it a couple two years ago but mm-hmm. um you know i i'm not i'm against uh abortions as well um 
I'm pro-life. Uh, however, you know, like I'm not a black and white person. I do understand that there are some extenuating circumstances, right. whereas if a woman was taken advantage of or something like that, you know, but I don't. That, that's not, not black the. And white. Yeah, that's definitely not the case in right. case in most women that choose to oh, have yeah. them. You oh, know, yeah. it is definitely but, used as a form of birth control. But, but will that result in more unwanted babies being born and being mistreated and possibly abused? And because that's that's the argument that people are making. Um, I but had thought about that. Maybe to a fire uh, house. Child, I thought about that, but I'm like, you can't can complain about the single mother rate and the abortion rate at the same time doesn't mm -hmm. work um every, everybody got to put their parts up put it back in the pants don't do it just don't mm -hmm. have sex Leave my ah, listen we are hypersexual beings um we meaning black people they ain't gonna do that and uh, i think a lot of women have used uh abortion as a form of birth control and they've misused it um and i i agree the overwhelming majority of women aren't women who were taken advantage of and that resulted in a pregnancy um yeah i i think that this is going to be interesting i pray that the outcome is not more unwanted babies that are being abused and stuff because the thought alone just make sickens me um people should take accountability and you should be responsible with your womb and you know make sure that you're protecting yourself yep um shout out to MGTOW university says shout out to dennis sperling for telling a black woman to get out of oh, the white women's fight I saw a light bulb go off when he told her that. Um, you know, we had a, did a show one day, mm -hmm. but um, I had seen Jason Black um, do a show about black women, like black women allowing white women in their business and mm. talking about our different plights. We definitely don't have the same plights. We don't. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a woman who, I think she was supporting her husband and he was like a stay-at-home husband or some shit. Mm -hmm. But she was telling black women like to kick their man out of the house if the man wasn't doing this, that, and the third. But she kept her husband. And I, you know, it was he caught her up in all kinds of twists and turns. And Karen was tired. She was tired mm -hmm. after that. I know she was. But the yeah, it, is we don't have different different plight we have different plights yeah. i agree with that and like i said most of the women I co i've come across seem to understand that i've seen a few that are you know jumping on the bandwagon but most of the women that i've come across are like mm -hmm, this on y'all y'all uh, voted for trump at a rate of 55 percent and um as a result he was able to get all those conservative judges in and um yeah this is the outcome y'all you know, have not, um, you guys weren't concerned about uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. You guys weren't concerned about partnering with black women and, you know, um, fighting for our plight. And now that you feel like your rights are potentially at risk of being removed, um, you know, you want us to band together and you're talking all this intersectionality talk and you want it to be 
us against the man. And the thing, the other thing that I found very interesting is that most people that are talking about this, they're saying how men, men are trying to tell women, no, 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 no. You need to qualify that white men. They're the ones who are like, but they never qualify it when black men have nothing to do with it. But when it's a black man issue, they're quick to say black men. They don't just use the blanketed term of men. So I find that to be interesting too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ready to Let's get, get off into the job? Listen, we got to talk about it. We are about to talk about how Black women empowerment, Black women empowerment, the movement, BWE, um, how that impacts the image of Black women. Um, it's been a lot going on with BWE, especially in the space, well, especially on YouTube. Um, and I think everyone has seen the drama unfolding. In addition to just talking about it from a general perspective, we are going to examine whether or not BWE and all that it comes with has an impact on the black woman's image. BWE, don't y'all come for us. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all come for us. We're going to examine this from an objective perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, if concrete and I mammy it up any way, shape, form, or fashion, <laughs> y'all can't wait to point it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all where y'all messing up at too. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen some discrepancies and some bullshit in y'all's movement and as have. well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we feel like one one good deed deserves another. So Absolutely. we're here I mean, to help. Everything is scrutinized <laughs> and reviewed. And, you know, we are going to review this actual issue and we're well within our rights. And I mean, it is what it is, you know, whatever blowback comes from it. But like we grown, I ain't nobody skirting around it. And I think that we do a pretty good job of being fairly objective. We'll probably be one of the more objective parties to review the issue. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. So is BWE like a black woman version of MGTOW? Well, I would say to a lot of to a lot of degrees, yes, because it is about black women empowering each other. It is about black women making the best decisions for themselves. It is about them supporting each other. It's about them um, dating out. Um, it's about them being business owners, entrepreneurs, making money. Um, BWE does represent a lot. It is. It's about you. It's in a, in essence, yeah. There are lots of offshoots that actually fall under the BWE umbrella. When we say offshoots, maybe like divestors, because yes. they're essentially empowering Black women to do what's best for them. So that's essentially what BWE is. Now we see BWE or Black women being empowered in the whole of society and in mainstream media and society as well. Um, and some of the things that we see that are uh, that take place in this space are not would not be coupled with like mainstream Black women empowerment. But um, I, I would I would say it's akin to MGTOW. Yes. Um, shout out to B. Oh Lord, BWE equals denigrating <laughs> black men. Not much true Ooh. empowerment. 
Ooh, sort of like SYSB. Oh, well, 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 well. Um, that's a, that's an interesting you mean like uh, the passport point, B. bro? Listen to But B, <laughs> you mean though, like the manosphere? Listen, that's a good point. If you say that's a good Danny, I'm glad you said that because black women, I think BWE, you do see a lot of black women denigrating black men. Um, and oftentimes they're they are operating under the guise of empowering black women, but some a lot of the conversations will focus on black men. Not all of them, depending upon where you travel within the sphere. But um, Danny had a good point with the fact that yeah, we see that on the other side. To be honest, BWE and MGTOW were two cheeks on the same ass. Get Ooh. over it. Ooh. So <laughs> keep in mind we're getting ready to go there yeah i i want y'all to grab grab your balls i want you to hold oh. on to them real tight oh, 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 oh. that's not like a threat that's not like a threat no it ain't a threat it's a promise oh. you know i don't do i don't do either threats okay I promises mm -hmm. and i'm gonna keep it but um yeah it's two chicks of the same ass we've done shows to show where you guys are in the same boat mm -hmm. you both think very low of each other mm -hmm. um we don't have the best impression of each other at all sure. um the majority of them think black men ain't shit the majority of you think black women aren't shit mm -hmm. um if not all and they both say don't don't say not all of them all of them ain't shit yeah all of you can say that you've good seen good examples of black women in your family circles your friend circles they say that they've seen good men in their family circles and their their friend circles or whatever but, but they will still go back general. to yeah mm -hmm. um it's the same thing on both sides they have the literal exact same talking points that y'all have and it's just put some titties on it Let's so in that case then if black if the black manosphere the the black the space the east space is being labeled as a hate group one might make the same types of arguments about black women empowerment do um, you remember what i told you about yeah. the language and stuff and mm -hmm. you know when they was talking about the fbi you remember the week that the fbi was in the manosphere mm -hmm. and i was saying that um those other types of movements and subsections i remember the discussion because i disagreed yep. that they're at risk because they're doing um they are doing the white man's bidding they're essentially doing what white supremacy would like um but i do remember that discussion but the interesting thing is that um I, I think that essentially you know you have one move both movements are doing they're fighting to prove that black women are not at the bottom or black men are not at the bottom like they're yeah. fighting to prove that the group that they belong to like literally we rowing in the same boat but and they don't understand that like we're in a canoe and they're throwing water into the boat in order to drown the other side not understanding that you're drowning right along with them which i find yeah. to be very interesting that is absolutely true um shout out to eugene Steele. he says it's my body I can do what I want with it. Yet women seem to have tr trouble telling men no. They seem to have trouble knowing when and who to let enter their bodies. Mm. Ooh, that's deep. 
Okay. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, I can appreciate a black woman spear. I bet you none of those channels would get purged like we did, though. Sips tea. Um, probably not. Uh, shout mm -hmm. out to B again. He says, BWE equals firing two black women from <laughs> Tough Talk. Oh, that's black woman empowerment? <laughs> you damn right. I'm empowered like shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm the boss. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, Messy Lord. as hell, B. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dane C. He says there's two kinds of BWE, mm -hmm. Black Girls Rock, etc. And then this online nonsense of Paris Milan, Divestors, Cynthia G, Misandry, every five hours, Black Women Luxury-ish. Oh. Um, you know what? This is the thing, though. Mm -hmm. When these movements are going well, you won't sit here in front and say that they've always not gotten along. But you have the same thing that's happened over here in the mental sphere. How many of your top content creators have oh, been fighting since we've been? They've been beef. fighting since we've been here for sure. Beef, and I mean, they yeah, waddling in the mud together. It gets real ugly. Um, so we've we've definitely there's some similarities that that cannot be denied. But I do think though, um, I, I think that they're like so. Black, I think that you one could make the argument that there's two kinds of black BWE. They mm -hmm. could say there are the women who are pushing these this notion of black men being awful and steer clear of them. The grass is greener on the other side. Get you a Chad or Brad, you know, um, yada yada yada. And the uh, black women saying just uplifting black women so to speak, by having these different movements and encouraging black women to live a soft life that saying that black women also deserve luxury. I see nothing wrong with that. I am not opposed to black women being empowered. I think that black women should be empowered. I think that black men should be empowered. I think that the black family should be empowered. We should all be yes. empowered. I'm not against that at all whatsoever. But I do think that it's fair to beg the question of whether or not the black black women empowerment movement and those who um, those who consider themselves a part of the movement, when there is drama within that and the drama spills over and it's ongoing online for multiple days, if that impacts the image of black women, that already seems to be tainted. I'm gonna get into that. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says BWE equals MGTOW. I'll wait for BWE to start citing case studies and laws. Not the same, ma'am. That's <laughs> the same as the feminism argument people keep trying. Well, if BWE brings up the statistics about black men being in jail and or black, black men's ec economic social status, um black women being abused at the hand of partners black women being murdered at the hand of their partners um they they do like cite you know statistics they do um you know talk about like real life examples of why they feel you know that that support their talking points i'll just say that support their talking yeah. points so, so you can't say <laughs> can't say that yeah mm -hmm. okay okay hmm so what do you think are some of the things that are causing division with BWE? So, um, 
and of course, you know, we're talking specifically as it relates to this question about the friction within the within the YouTube space. Um, to be completely honest, I don't know if I could pinpoint one thing. So if we're talking about the specific breakdown between B1 and Black Woman's Fear in that camp and Sinji, um, it seems like there was some sort of um, somebody feels as though they were played in some way or another. Um, that's what it seems. That's what seems to be the breakdown. That's what seems to have caused like the friction as well as the division. Um, and as well as allegations that a man, man being Taz is, um, joining or taking over the movement from my understanding. Um, I have a very, I have very loose knowledge of the goings on. Um, I was following it for a couple of days, you know, trying to figure out what was going on, but it's so many moving Baby, parts. 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's definitely not that long. And I was getting the snippets, like the, the, the little clips of what was going on. So I don't have the full scope, but I do think I have a pretty good understanding, at least of the beginning of what happened. Um, um, and then I just, it was too much. I, I couldn't follow thereafter. But it seems to be like somebody feel like they got played. And as a result, that caused friction and the friction has spilled over and it's become very, very public. Yes. Um, now it's funny because I really wasn't asking you that specifically. Oh, <laughs> so it's cool. Well, well you answer because the same question, but uh, you know, I would, I, I would like you to answer because maybe you know something that I don't. Okay. So if you're talking about the division within a movement, okay, so if you have divestors, divestment stands for divesting completely from black men, completely. I'm done with black men. I'm done with the black community. As far as black men, I'm not dealing with black men, period. But you still have women who fuck black, but are still trying to say that they're divesting. That doesn't work for a movement. Um, then you have men that are trying to, I'm not even going to say that they're trying to be ahead of that movement, but they've been hoisted in positions that, um, have all, they're also being represented in that movement. So you have white men that are in that movement. You have, um, a couple of black men that have also been in that movement. And a lot of women have problems with men being in that movement, period. Um, then you have the mammies and fit sitters, which you that would be like the chicks that still mess with black dudes. Um, then you have clicks where you you have different clicks and subsections and so um a lot of women will be talking similar talking points but if you're not glamorous or whatever then you're excluded from that group and that also causes division so those were the right. things that i saw that that causes division within that movement oh so you know far more intimately about um the movement i would say than i know um my my knowledge is like i said very loose um, i don't have a not, lot of knowledge regarding the inner workings or some of the different sects of the movement um i guess the most recent drama is like more of what i was referring to um, mm -hmm. i don't know what causes the breakdown um it seems to me as though 
you know, people just going back to just in a more general sense, talking about the movement, people don't respect the fact that um, other people um, have their own ideologies that may be separate from the group. So being an individual within the group doesn't seem to work. It's like, you know, if you are not 100% with all of our talking points, all of our ideas, you know, if you support black men in any way, um, which I, I find to be very interesting that they're saying zero support to black men, do that stand for your black son too? Because if you birth a baby and he's a male, despite the fact that his daddy might not be black, he's going to be viewed as black. In addition, does that stand for your black father? Does that stand for your black brother? Like, you know, who all does that include when you say zero support to black men? You're absolutely right. Um, shout out to Mixtel Universe again. He says, fair enough. If their argument is not enough husband potentials, I would refer to them to the single black men stats. You know, the single childless ones. Um, they don't care. They don't care. Um, the thing is, you may refer them to that and they're going to make the argument that you know, 40, 50%, 51% of black men are single and childless and 40% of black women are single and childless. So they're going to make a counter argument to that argument um, either way. But I, I don't think that they care. I agree that they don't care. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that there's enough accountability within their movement? Um, I, that's hard for me to say. Um, I don't think that the movement, I don't think that people are holding them accountable within the movement. So I think that anyone outside of the movement that tries to bring up an argument about accountability is going to simply be looked upon as a naysayer, a mammy, an opposing force, and they just ain't respecting what you're saying. So if if you're talking about as it relates to external forces, absolutely not. They're not going to be accountable to you. They don't feel as though they have to be. And they're going to make arguments that will try to nullify you know, what you're trying to hold them accountable for. Yeah, I think that uh, BWE also contains a lot of hypocrites, hypocritical talking points. Um, One thing that I noticed with the Nicki Minaj, when Nicki Minaj was um, talking about eat a dick and was telling the men on the internet they could eat a dick if they have anything bad to say about black women. And then to look who she was married to and then to watch women not hold her accountable and still say that they're for black women and girls. I thought that was very, very hypocritical. Um, I think when it comes down to protecting and mammying it up, y'all need to close ranks because y'all got some mammies on y'all side too. Hell, come join us. Um, The (laughs) the way they be talking. And I'm not saying that we would condone that period point blank, but the shit that they talk about us, it's like I've seen a lot of discrepancies within Mm. their own movement. Yeah. um, When it comes down to sexual assault, y'all do not talk about women um, doing anything to these boys in the cycle that that shit that shit starts y'all don't y'all just make it sound like these boys come out like that Mm -hmm. and there's nothing to that but there's no account for um the shit that grown women are doing to young boys there's no account Mm -hmm. for the manipulation there's no account for your dark femininity there's no accounting for that um Mm -hmm. 
then y'all try to talk about it from a spiritual aspect like uh black men are supposed to be in spiritual debt to black women mm, <sighs> i find that interesting um the thing is though as it relates to like I, I agree that um you don't see them doing streams holding black women accountable there's no. a deficit on the other side too and what black men like to say on the other side is that oh that's that group of black men we're not a part of that group right. but solely focusing on bwe i do think that there's a deficit in them holding black women accountable like you said black women who are like the likes of Nicki Minaj, who are with men who have committed heinous crimes against other black women, you know, black um, women who have opened the door to allow their own offspring to be abused. Like we see stories that highlight these things each and every day. And I don't see a lot of coverage surrounding those topics on the other side. Exactly. Um, I think that one could make an argument that their content is more focused on what black men are doing and how awful black men are than the areas of improvement for black women. That is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, shout out to MGTOW University says 41% is single and childless, but 80% are fat and very few wife material. But mm -hmm. hey, if they want to go from seller to buyer, let's see how long that lasts. But oh, this God. is the thing. Black men love obese women more than any other race of men. Mm -hmm. You don't get to have it both ways. Mm -hmm. You like them thick. You like them with the ass. You like them with them hips. You like them with them mm -hmm. legs them thighs. That's what y'all like. That part. You can't. If a... <laughs> An obese woman with a good hip to ass ratio, she can't keep niggas off of her. Very what are you true. talking about? Very true. Um, I agree with that wholeheartedly. So does that mean that black men are part of the problem? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, um, they are. Do you think that BWE, that they have valid points or valid points of contention with black men? Do you think so? You know, we can examine them and, and, and you know, talk about how their content is, is not, um, how their content, there's a deficit in their content, but the points that they do highlight and the things that they are saying, do they have some valid points as it relate or some bone, a bone of contention with black men regarding, you know, their areas of concern? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which both sides have saying? valid concerns. Both, both sides have valid concerns. Mm. Um, if BWE is talking about um, the economic status of the majority of black men, that mm -hmm. is a that is a a talking point. That's that's a truth. Mm -hmm. um, if we're you know, and and I I would go as far as money and power are concerned, money and power um, running the country. Um, actually having resources for ourselves as a people. Yeah, I think they do have valid concerns there. I don't, I, I think that's a, a really valid concern. What about you? Um, I would say that there are some valid concerns. Um, you know, of course, you know, we, you know, we don't live in a bubble. So there will be people that will disagree with some of this and say it's not true. But I think concerns about uh, you know, there being a lack of protection for black women. I think that there are even valid concerns about, um, you know, black women being attacked and assaulted by 
people that they mm. have intimate part or that they're an intimate partnership with. But yeah. for every concern that they have, there is some responsibility to be had on the other side. So of course, when we talk about the protection, um, yes, there's a lack of protection, but there's also a lack of respect. What group is going to want to protect you when you don't even respect them enough? Like you wouldn't spit on them if they were on fire. What man is going to stand up to protect you when there's just blatant disrespect against their group? And in addition, you want to weaponize their physical strength uh, at you, you know, whenever you it feel will. like it. it's toxic That's right. in, in any other instance. But when you need them to stand up and protect you, you want them to use that physical strength, physical strength, uh, you know, to, to benefit you. Um, and then as it relates to, um, you know, black women saying that uh, black men are are, are you know they're uh, into who they're in intimate partnership with are you know they're abusers or like at a high rate they're abusing these women and up to and including you know murdering them um you know you have to take some accountability for that too i'm gonna tell you something i'm obsessed with crime shows i watch crime shows all day even when i'm working i'm listening to different crime podcasts or watching crime things on, on TikTok, and there's an overwhelming majority of the cases that these men have a long criminal history from murder, um, mm -hmm. essaying children, uh, attempted murder, um, multiple physical assaults of other women. And literally a Google search can tell you that. But oftentimes these people are from the same areas or these are women that have been with them through some of their criminal um, criminal activity. And they are well aware of what these men are capable of and they still partner with them. And that's something that we need to address within black women. Yep. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, we live in Lizzo land. So many men are adapting. <laughs> Fat women are not a first choice, but an easy choice. Well, if they're, they're an easy... Adapting. Wait a minute, but <laughs> nobody's telling you you have to do anything. True. Um, Get your weight up and do what you got to do. That's thing our is, advice. So this ain't a new thing. Black men have been with fat, overweight black women way, you know, since forever. You know, this isn't something they're adapting to. This is something that they made choices more. for a lot of this shit. And you don't get yeah. to blame the women because you chose to make a choice. Mm -hmm. If she fat and you ain't wanna and she was fat and you sitting there crying because she yeah. fat, then that's your fault if you still deal Absolutely. with her. That's your fault. You got Nobody, you. the fat girl, all the fat girl did be by yourself rather than be with somebody who you ain't, don't really physically desire. All she did was bring you some of that good home fried chicken fried in that lard with some good butter beans and some okra and some cornbread. <laughs> oh, it was like, man. what's up? I'm you went. It's not her fault. Mm -hmm. She fed you good and, you know, now did you want to talk well. about it because she fat. Mm. Niggas ain't shit. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, and then because you'll hear black men say, oh, because black women are so fat, they're the fattest group, but then they'll leave black women and go find them a fat non-black woman. What, what's tea? Oh, mm. shout out to Big J Triple X. He says, let me drop another dollar. Mm. Show appreciate Thank it, you, Big J. Appreciate you. Yeah, but um, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, let me see if I can pull up this little video. Let me see. Do you think that the movement is super catty at this point? Um, I think that the movement 
I, I don't know that I would be able to say that the movement is super catty, but what I would say is the movement is divisive. If I had to categorize it something, I would categorize it as divisive. Um, I'm all about Black women empowerment, but if you notice, like I don't attach myself to BWE because I feel like it's divisive. I don't attach myself to feminism because I feel like it's divisive. I'm not attaching myself to SYSBM. You know, I'm not um, attaching myself to any group that I feel divides us as a people and BWE absolutely does that. So I don't know if I would call it caddy, but I certainly would highlight the divisiveness within the group. Okay. Well, I am going to share this video really quick um okay no, no problem really quickly while you're doing that um do you think that um the the bwe movement and sysbm since we were able to highlight the fact that there are so many similarities that there are similarities within both groups that since both groups are essentially saying that we should separate from each other that um things would get better within the black community if the advice of both groups is taken. If we actually, if the majority followed the advice of BWE, followed the advice of most black men are following the advice of SYSBM and we partner outside of our core group, do you think that that would improve the black community? Um, To be honest, yes. Um, There were things that I learned from this space, even from Facebook within like, they got a mental sphere on Facebook and being in this space that um helped a lot of things with me and with my relationship with my husband um dare i say it it helped me get my husband there were a lot of things that i willfully i'm not even gonna say willfully ignored but it's just things that you don't pay attention to because it's not directly affecting you and then you have a son i had my son and you know, really having to do some self-reflecting and understanding where I messed up at. But if I was constantly pointing the finger at everybody else and ignoring the shit that I actually contributed to, then yeah, I, I just don't feel like um, we take enough accountability on our side. And I feel like the a lot of the advice that I was giving from this space was really really sound advice it made me a better communicator it made me yeah. softer i realized a lot of my husband's plights as a as a black man and in, in my yeah. family so it was a lot of things that i feel like i did learn from this space that actually helped my relationships with black men in general now i think there's good things that come out of the space i guess i wasn't asking specifically about the advice that comes out of the space but just solely like the key points that both sides are saying if black women stop dating black men and date out and black men stops dating black women and date out in in mass majority of us will that resolve the issues that we have going on in the black community no um the because the the thing is we still have a sexual attraction to each other if black men and black women were able to actually stop having sex then you know we'd probably have a thing but um black women can't stay off that black d and it, the more kids he got the better um oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay i wasn't uh, expecting that okay. i'm just okay. saying like <laughs> we we like bullshit and you know the the quicker we come to terms with the shit that we we like and we're honest about that 
I think we'll be better off. But if they dated out in mass, they'd be right back together because other cultures are not going to be able to relate like we're able to relate. Um, if a, a black person, you go into a restaurant and you ordering some food and your waitress is black and she give you that look when you order some, you already know to go to the next thing on the damn menu. Yeah, we she have to say nothing. Language. Absolutely. But we also... Have- People outside of the community are not going to come in and fix the community. Like nope. UK, if black women are marrying black or white men or marrying out in mass, you think that those men are going to leave their communities, come into your community and fix it up and clean up the mess and school these kids and play basketball with them and build programs for them. And no, yes. and black and women of other races aren't coming in and cleaning up and playing Mother Teresa either. So it would not improve the state of the black community. Absolutely not. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. If black men are pursuing ADOS women in other countries, is it really divisive? I thought, mm. oh, in other countries. Is that what they're doing? Because I, I mean, I, this is my first time hearing that. I don't think that black men are pursuing ADOS women in other countries. See, MGTOW Universe, you, you didn't even say that your first stop was like going to a black country. You wanted to go to the Hispanics. Right. He did say he wanted a black woman, though. He he was very yeah. he he spoke of that multiple times during our conversation. Wants an Afro Latina. Shout out to Gaston. Thank you so much for your super sticker, Gaston. Thank you, bro. And shout out to five five and one eighty five is huge. Yeah, if you five two and one forty, yeah, that's gonna be huge to you. <laughs> Listen. B, we know B a little guy. He got little guy energy though. But um, right, let's, you let's know. Play the video. Nothing against midgets, but I'm just saying I I can sense it when when I when I encounter it. <laughs> Let me play this video. Thank you. Thank you. It's so Okay, so specifically, let, let me just speak on my genre for what I know. Okay. I do music, I rap, I'm a female artist. So in this industry, it's never, you know what, she's great. Or you know what, she's good at what she does. So you know what, her song is popping. It's always she should have did this or she should have did that or why this or, or why that, you know what I'm saying? Or if she does, speaking generally, if she does up this girl, it ain't because she really wants to. It's because that's what's cool, that's what's popping, and she wants to look like another black woman mm. supporting it. Like if you're not going to genuinely support, don't say nothing. I don't want you to come like my post if you don't like me for real. You know what I'm saying? You, you say- uh, okay. And, you know, the movement is starting to spread out um, Mm -hmm. to even where you have a rapper. um, And I'm sure you never know. You never know. They could be here. But you even have a rapper that's saying that it's about some BS. There's no such thing as black women's empowerment. If um, women don't really see you as an equal or see you doing better, then they really don't um, give you any. You ain't gonna get any clout from that. It's like, oh, it's just you, you're a peon. Where the big people at? Let me get on that side. And so um, I think she brought about a a really good point because if some some women are um, dedicated to staying at the top of their own movements and they feel like other women coming along in that movement is there for competition more so than they're there for assistance. 
So, um, to be completely honest, that is th- th- this isn't a new um, message that Black women empowerment movements, Black women empowerment groups, Black women empowerment um, social sites are have all all have issues that that they're not really about empowering black women. I've heard women say this for five, 10 years. Um, I've heard black women saying that these black women empowerment groups don't really empower black women, that some of them are a money grab because you're going on, you know, these, um, uh, going to these conventions or, you know, paying for, to, to be imparted with knowledge and, Uh, to be told how you can empower other women and, you know, paying to be part of a quote unquote sisterhood uh, or um, that, you know, it's very clicky, that it's catty, that it's divisive, that there are, you know, a ton of issues within any given black uh, woman empowerment movement, which begs the question, you know, can black women even get along? Like, you know, with black women, you know, no, no external issues, no, no men involved, um, being that there have been, you know, for years, there have been messages saying that these women empowerment movements are a scam and they don't, they don't work. Um, do black women have a problem getting along with one another? Or is it possible for us to get along with one another? Why or why not? I think that as it pertains to groups, no, it never works with groups. Um, if you do things on a individual basis, then yes, I think it can work if it's done. Um, let's just say me and you dealing with each other and we've had, we've had our fights and stuff behind the scenes, but we still get along for the most part. We're still able to um, run a business. And the thing is, we really haven't had, like, we've had two major dust-ups where we were like, oh my gosh, mm. this chick. Um, that was you know, we, fault. we have disagreements. Don't get me wrong. We that disagree. That was her fault. But, yeah, right. See, let's, see that's why we disagree. <laughs> we've had two, you know, major um, arguments or disagreements that were, you know, um, where we were like, okay, we need we need to take a break and you cool off in that corner. I'm going to cool off in this corner. But um, so that's that, you know, I think that black women, um, I think that oftentimes I've seen this happen numerous times where literally if someone has ideas outside of the group, they have, um, you know, uh, talking points that don't align with everyone else's. They're in defense of who black women see as the opposition, i.e. black men. Um, that the entire group will turn on them, that it's like a gangbang, that everybody will Mm -hmm. like drag you, literally treat you like you are the worst person on earth, call you everything but a child of God, dog you the heck out. I mean, literally like it's ready to come to blows because your ideas don't align with theirs, which is the stupidest thing in the world. Like we don't respect individuality. You literally have to buy into what's being sold with that group, hook, line and sinker in order for you to be a part of it, in order for you not to be ostracized and not to be drugged. 
And yep. I find that to be problematic. I think that is the biggest problem with groups of black women. And we've seen it time and time again, where black women who have been friends for an extended period of time. So hmm. literally they should be empowering one another. They've been friends since you know elementary. Go to Miami and what happened in Miami? Literally they all get to fighting and, and come back on separate flights and nobody's speaking to each other after that. Yeah. We have a problem with getting along with one another. We do. Um shout out to platinum elite what's up plat he says peace to you thank you so much for the super chat and shout out to MGTOW universe he says black women in south america equals ados for the most part or it is or is ados an american thing um, um african descendants plat, plat. of slaves yeah uh ados is american so like um and we're not we're talking about north america um so I guess I don't think that they will be referred to as Ados, Black Hispanic women. I don't know what the appropriate title would be, but I've never considered them part of the group when I hear the term Ados, but you know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Um, Auntie Wanda, they'll fall out and bring it online because a lot of us get our feelings hurt, um, especially when we feel um, ostracized from the group. And so, you know, it and, and social media is the new place to bring it out to Absolutely. expose everything and to show um, other people what's what so people won't get involved. But even just to speak on that issue that that everybody knows about mm -hmm. as far as Nyland has and black women's fear, even with that situation and, you know, my advice to black women's fear is if you are dealing with online um entities and nyla has amassed a good a, 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 a name for herself mm -hmm. she's amassed a following for herself mm -hmm. um you have to understand that people on the internet don't generally die down no matter how many people you have coming at them um you have people that will be loyal to whomever they support for however long um until that person decides that they don't want to do youtube um yeah. you'll yeah come with these arguments and different people and y'all got uh you know the an army and stuff and shit will die down the numbers will drop for a few and then it all it takes is some good coverage of a subject and them being cool with the right person and it goes right back up so um it's just one of those things i'm not hey I, I ain't got no dog in that fight you got know no dog in it I, I agree with that. I do want to say, so Ados, you guys do know that the term Ados came from Yvette and Tone, and it is literally the term that was derived to go to the, um, to essentially take the U.S. to, to court for reparations. So it's not including everyone on, you know, American soil, despite the fact whether you're in South America or North America, it's a term derived. And it, it clearly, we're not saying that just Americans were descendants of slaves, but the term was actually derived as a moniker to, uh, you know, as a, as a title, as, as you know, a, a name for the group that descended from slaves that were brought here to the U.S. in order to go fight for reparations. So it wasn't inclusive of everyone. But to Auntie Wanda's question, well, uh, piggybacking off of Auntie Wanda's question, Danny, do you think if 
because we're all human and as humans we're gonna have differences we'll have disagreements like you said me and you like we're friends we get along really well we you know kick it in person we we you know you know chill chop it up we talk offline like literally have you know establish a really good friendship um and when we don't always agree so it's it's it stands to reason that people will have disagreements that is normal but do you think that if the Black Women Empowerment Group as a whole settle their disagreements outside of a public platform that it would um, fare better, that essentially the conversations surrounding the group and how it impacts Black women and if it has a you know negative uh, effect on how Black women look and their image um, would be would uh, even be a question. Do you think you know it would be better if they had those conversations or discussions or disagreements in private? I think it would be much better if these disagreements were had in private. Um, when you have certain discussions in public, you bring up the court of public opinion. And a lot of us are influenced by the court of public opinion, whether we like to believe it or not. No matter how much of an individual we like to think that we are, um, a lot of people like to go with the winning side. Um, so everybody likes a winner. Everybody likes a winner. So I, I think it would behoove uh, most people to do a lot of things in private, mm -hmm. more so in person. But a lot of us aren't really honest with our friends about what we dislike about them. And generally yeah. what we will do is uh, go along with the shit. So if I dislike some shit you do, I'll go and talk to my other friend. Girl, can you believe what this bitch just did? Girl, this bitch so stupid. Da, 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 da. Then, then she'll see the girl oh hey girl oh girl like what you got on girl girl let's get together and do lunch they go to lunch they go hang out they go shopping they go do whatever then you'll get to points where somebody's throwing shade and the shade was received and the shade is thrown back and most people don't like to be embarrassed. You can't really sit there and throw shade and don't think there's no repercussions for it. But mm. then you have to be woman enough to communicate the shit that you don't like. Now, if it is as far as physical looks and you feel like uh, such and such can be better, tell her, girl, what the hell? Where, where you going, boo? I don't know about that. You could say stuff in a loving way that doesn't have to be necessarily offensive. There's a way to handle your people. Um, but, you but know, sometimes I think that people do it online strategically because you want to you want people to back up your opinions of this person. You want facts. to essentially sell them on facts. how you feel about that other party, on how awful that other party is, on how yeah. you know dirty they are, low down. So you literally want to have a public audience because you want them to know how you were wronged or how you feel you were wronged. So oftentimes yeah. that is strategic when, when people go online and take their beefs online, because literally you want everybody to know what type of people you're quote unquote dealing with. Yep. Um, hold on. Big Tal, what's up? He says, I took the definition at face value. I didn't know. Right. Lord, why are you trying to start? No, no, no. I, I get it. He, get no, no, I wasn't even talking to him with my comments. It was, you know, people, Kit Clouds and some of these other folks in the chat popping, popping crap. I wasn't talking to MGTOW. I, I understand that why you would take that at face value. Uh, let's see. Look at look at how messy my IG been out there and wait till I start my OnlyFans. Oh, uh -huh. <laughs> Lit. Mm. Mm -mm. 
MGTOW, what are your thoughts? Um, I can actually, I actually uh, appreciate Black women having or carving out their own space. I actually, uh, yeah, I mean, if they're encouraging each other, I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, uh, just like any space, whenever you have a group of people um, with different backgrounds, you're going to have, you're going to have drama. Um, MRAs and MORs and SYSBMers and definitely MGTOWs, uh, we all have messiness and sometimes, um, you know, sometimes is is we enjoyed the the drama, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, on face value, I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, even if it's things I don't agree with, you know, let women have let women do their thing. Let black women do their thing. I, I don't see a problem. Now, as far as women, black women um, trying to do the SYSBM thing, like I said, uh, women are sellers, not buyers. Um, women complain about paying half on one date they're not going to go buy a husband y'all not built like like y'all not built that way but women don't have to buy a husband like as a woman you just have to present whatever that man find value finds value in if that's you know your femininity your beauty you being physically fit you being you know kind and considerate and loving you know um you have to present what that party finds valuable. And we know often, typically, men aren't looking to be taken care of, typically. <laughs> um, so men, I mean, women don't have to be buyers in order to succeed in, you know, going outside of the country to find love. If that's the case, if it's that simple, then why are 75% of Black women having problems? Well, I don't think it's that simple, but to answer your question, most black women can't afford to go traveling out of the country and traveling back and forth and like Let Instagram tell it they can all do it. Of course. There there are those highlights that you see from Instagram, but oftentimes you got them they putting them um trips on Klarna, paying uh you know, twenty five percent up front and, and stretching the rest out over the rest of the year. But um also you guys like to tout the statistics about black women only making what $30,000 a year or something to that effect with $30,000 you ain't going to be able to afford traveling back and forth outside the country to go and well find you, you a mate. Can, you can if you're living with roommates or your parents you can yeah that yeah. <laughs> you can um, um, Even yeah. still, I think that that would be you would be uh, one might make an argument that you're mishandling your funds because sis, if you got thirty thousand dollars, you need to sit down somewhere uh, uh, and get you a trade or find a way to come up on some more money. Really, that's how like I think, especially like when Shaquille O'Neal made his comments about his sons and his daughters. Like we knew that's just how people think or at least that's how we think people think in general that uh you know fathers show their sons tough love and then they love their daughters um so a woman can stay at home at 35 40 and no one's gonna bat an eye um but if your son stays home at 20 um that nigga gotta get the fuck out I mean, I think that's different. Like if you're if your daughter is home, but she's mismanaging her money or spending the money, the salary that she does make that is, you know, uh, she she's up, she's living in poverty and she's spending the few coins that she does have traveling abroad to try to find a husband. I think most people would say that that's not that's not the most sensible way to be spending your money. You should be saving up to uh, have your own space. I think my point is that people don't really care. Um, 
No one, no one sees a woman, a 40 year old woman staying home. Not no one, but I don't think society as a whole sees a, a 40 year old woman staying home with her parents as a loser. But MGTOW, you ha- I'm talking about like, okay, so I don't think that, I think that people do see a 40 year old woman staying at home with her parents as a loser. Um, I was going to say, especially if she has children, but no, not even especially if she has children. If you don't have children and you 40 years old and you still living in your mama house, people are going to view you as a loser. But more than that, your family, I don't know too many black families that would, would not have a problem with their adult daughter who's living in poverty so much so that she has to move back home, but is able to travel uh, often outside of the country. I think that most yeah, people would be like, oh, hell no. You're going to be paying some bills up in here if you can keep running to Jamaica. And, um, you know, like I, I saw this woman who d- went to Jamaica and dated this guy and he ended up swindling her. But like, if you can go, if you keep running to this resort in Jamaica to, to, to get with the pool boy and, you know, every few months you're traveling back and forth there, you're going to be paying some bills here. I think most people would Fine, take point. issue with their daughter or son traveling outside the country frequently, but but living at home. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, what is so is our divestors a part of BWE or yes? Okay. Is there anything worse than I don't want to say worse, that's the wrong word, but is there anything more um I guess more radical than divestors in that space? That's a good question. So far, I haven't seen anything outside of them that is they've really caused me to raise my eyebrows the most um, because they do have the most damning messages against black men. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, But outside of them, I haven't heard of. I haven't heard anything that I'd shake a a stick at. Now, would you all say in this space like. what is their goal in essence? Like the manosphere goal, I mean, there's different sects, but usually their goal is to either, you know, go overseas or. No, Um, their goal is to expose black men um, like they feel like they've been exposed within this decade. Um, I heard divestment zealot say that she wanted to be like the equivalent to Tommy or something along those lines I may not be verbatim is that but the lady she wanted with to the, with the wallpaper with the yeah the black that's her hanging? yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. the one okay yeah um but she said she wanted to she said that Tommy had been putting out so much information and so much uh stuff about black women um she said when she's I think she I don't even think she works I, f- I forget but um, she was like she was going to put out the same type of content on black men um, so they can have their own movement so it was essentially um, some of it was get back at least from her standpoint because they do have different women um, that represent their movement right, right, right. you know last, they're not on, all on one accord either last question I'll get on the mic uh, Mrs. E um as I said, when we was doing the interview, I think like the black manosphere, I do believe black men, majority of black men love black women. Do you see, and I don't want to call it as like a cry for help or a cry for attention. Do you see this, the BWE is kind of like, all right, men, we love you, but you got to do better. Do you see it like that? Or do you really think it's like, we don't like black men. We hope they die. Or they I... can't die soon enough. 
I think that when black men were able to date out more so than they were or more so than it was ever a consideration for us and black men were starting to really date out and it was a public thing and every time you saw a rapper uh actor some shit like that they were always with others on their arm I think it became like one of those things well if you don't like me then I don't like you and then when you see the representation I would and and this is this is I don't know how to put this without it sounding messed up so they would say like like a group like MGTOW and this is not you know I'm, I'm here so I don't I don't believe this but they'll think like groups like MGTOW SYSBM um, basically represents like the rejects that black women didn't want right and so mm -hmm. as you, you stated earlier in the live stream but go ahead. yeah and I don't I don't I don't I don't think that I don't think okay. that I don't I don't look at it like that but I think that's the impression that they have it's like these are guys that we didn't want but they were able to do something and so if they don't want us we don't want them and it you I feel like certain guys were being rejected like way back when and kept being rejected so why would um black men stick to somebody who didn't want them in the first place right or, or certain subsections if they felt like they were didn't weren't wanted why would they stay and then when these guys uh grow up and become successful cleared up the acne um grew some nuts then you know it's like oh now you don't want me oh you too good for me now and i, I think mm -hmm. it's it's a thing like that or when the hot girl was a hot girl well the hot girl's always been a hot girl but um when, when keisha get pregnant with my five kids and she's yeah. looking like oh what's up? <laughs> oh you don't want me now oh you want that's what you want you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so it's it's a thing so yeah okay that's where i met with it i got other questions but i'll pass it to mrs z We'll come back to you, Nicktown. What's good, Mr. Z? What's going on, y'all? What's up? What's up? I um, know you coming up here with some mess. <laughs> oh, you already know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's breathe. Look, look, look. BWE is schizophrenic because they're trying to put everything in the pot and then keep everybody united. They're black feminists. They're black divesters. They're black black swirlers. They're they're black modern women. Women. They want to be um feminine all of that in the same pot and then say hold, hold steady girls <laughs> you don't think the manosphere did the same thing? i'm not here's the difference here's the fundamental difference between the black women empowerment and the black and and, and black men they're framed way earlier than we did <laughs> you said they they're, what way earlier right they're framed they're they're the they're not keeping it together and they're in it and it didn't wait a take minute wait 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 whoa 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 mm -hmm. whoa let's stop go ahead, go ahead. um see this is why they people think that the black manosphere is like disingenuous as hell um not only have they've been catty disagreed whatever whatever they have kept their movement together. Um, black men have had the mental sphere. The mental sphere had to be a division between white mental sphere and the black mental sphere. Then you got the black mental sphere who's had um, leaders who have never um, seemed to, no, they were on the same accord at one point. And then when that accord was broken, She's they've right never been that. on the same accord. But, 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 but wait, 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 okay, let, let's go to that. Why did they break apart? Doesn't matter. They still no, broke no, no, apart. No, no, no. They're but, still free. <laughs> 
Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Because, because if we're talking about black, it's because black men were talking about black issues. And when they realized the white boys wasn't, we're, we're trying to be like, no, nah, it's just women. We're like, yeah, okay, fuck you, we're out. Right? Yeah, so, so why, okay, why was so, the infighting with, how, why has there been infighting amongst the group or throughout the group? Oh, with, with, they, with, with black men? No, remember what yeah. I said. I said they kept it together longer than the, than the women did. I didn't say it didn't I, rip I, apart. I, so I'm yeah. just saying they kept it together longer. And if we're if we're gonna be one hundred if we're gonna be one hundred percent honest, okay. So one of the issues that that with the BWE movement, right? Mm -hmm. Is it a social movement? Is it a political movement? It's the same thing we kind of have on the man side, right? But when you have when you have content creators who are um, disciples of bell hooks, with and 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 then at the same time that same content creator is pushing femininity. But then also pushing black women empowerment in a in a in a semi pseudo conservative way with 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 a little bit of like liberal ideology in that one person, mind you. I'm not even talking about different content creators. That one person to me represents the schizophrenia in the in the black um, women empowerment movement, right? Because you're advocating for things that sometimes are diametrically opposed. Sometimes sometimes it is a binary, right? So this is one of the major issues. I, but I, but I, wait, well, Mr. Z, I was going to say um, mm -hmm. the thing that I think you you're kind of failing to realize is that black mm -hmm. women have amassed um, more social, excuse me, more political power than black men. Off and... of the death of black men. That's one of the issues that we're, they're going to this is the even in death, black women need black men. But even in death, there would be no BLM if there wasn't a Philando Castile, if there was no Michael Brown, if there was no Trayvon Martin, right? So even in death, they need us. The, the, and this is what you saw tied to Black women empowerment. This is what you saw when Cube started to speak, right? When Ice Cube started to speak, if you, you can't allow Black men to actually have a political identity outside of just being Black. In other words, if Black women get to be Black women, and black men no longer are just gonna be black. That's an issue for black women empowerment in general because half of what they got is from our struggle. It's from the death and the oppression of black men specifically as being black men. So tying that to black women empowerment, I, I would argue that outside of the intelligentsia of black women empowerment, because some of these people are academics, one of the content creators did say she had a master's degree in, in, in some type of statistics or whatever, and I believe her. So outside of that, that small sliver, I would argue most black women in on that side of the of the sphere don't really understand how much of what they have is literally from black men. Yeah, but that's that was a need that was there. That's not like black women are taking the lives of black men and then like your black women didn't create that need. However, they saw that need and stepped in in support of. So I mean, I, I don't know. That's kind of like do, a do, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you okay. So what I'm saying is, when when you look at when what I'm saying is, the BLMs of the world are not actually for black people, black men specifically, right? So what they do is they use the death of primarily straight black men as fuel for their movements. We can tie all of that to B BWE, right? Because if you're not politically astute, you don't actually know what ground you stand on. You may think most of what you have is off of your own merit. And I'm not saying that these people didn't protest and do whatever and, right. and you know, 
whisper in certain politicians' ears. We're not going to say any of that. It didn't happen. But the print, the, the genesis of you even getting to that point was the death of certain black men. So if you didn't discount black, if you allow black men, and this is what the, the once again, the intelligence you understand, if you allow those black men to have their own identity, then quite frankly, where do you stand? And wh where do you go from there? Mm. I do want to um, say, I, I'm in agreement with, you know, pretty for the most part, what you're saying. I, I do think that, you know, for, for as a group to say that you're for black woman empowerment to empower black women to empower black women does not is not pushing a message that you know black men are awful that we're being subjugated that they're oppressing us that you know black men are you know the uh spawn of satan as opposed to what it should be what that should look like is you know encouraging black women to be the best version of themselves and to you know seek out someone that will truly love them actually educating black women on the red flags to look for because we talked earlier about black women partnering with um you know men that take their lives literally some of the common stats that yep. you hear amongst that group is the domestic violence statistics regarding intimate partner violence like yep. as opposed to focusing on that and how that's an area of opportunity for black women to coach other black women as it relates to what things to look for and finding um you know ways in which they can try to curtail some of that violence uh, they want to simply focus on how awful black men are and essentially um put lay that at the feet of all black men as can if I say this in our show be held accountable for you know those who you partner with that commit domestic violence against you i'll say this in our show it it one of the the, the reason why i think one of the reasons because it, there's bigger internal issues right intra-racial issues one of the reasons why sisters do this especially when you start talking about academia is because where the money is if white feminists have a fucked up worldview about black men and so do white male academics then black, if you're chasing after the dollar then you are going to give us the waiting to excel story about black men right mm -hmm. the, the 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 um um, the Tina Turner, Ike Turner stories about black men, mm -hmm. right? The, the the color purple stories about black men because white academia wants to hear that, right? So when a lot of a lot of sisters don't really get that, right? They don't. I, I, I make this argument, right? Either way, we still end up in a messed up place. But there are straight up, you know, Raj calls them just just bad people, bad black women that know exactly what they're doing, like to the T. And they walk in all the lemmings, those are the bitter, angry sisters that are mad about who they couldn't get in high school or in college. They're walking all of them off of a cliff. Now, if you're the intelligentsia, you think you have a mission. Your mission is to either um, try to end up with white dudes or like try to, you know, show your bona fides to white racist society or whatever it is, try mm -hmm. to separate from black men and, and become your own political and social entity. Um, but if you're just the average sister who's just, you just want to make your baby daddy feel the pain, you're going to fall off that cliff, think you're flying until you hit that cold, cold hard ground. And I think that's where the majority of them are. They just want to make black men feel the pain, but you know, <sighs> But you're, this is the thing that I still think that black men do um, with this dying alone shit and uh, trying to create like this uh, fear of yes. them dying alone or them being by themselves and um, all this shit. It's not going to work. Um, oh, I was black men, that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is um, if, if they're being walked off cliff, that's on them. They don't care. 
they don't care if they're being walked off a cliff if they they all feel um that if they're they have this message that black men aren't shit and that's that's the script that they're sticking to then it is what it is but they don't care um and they they, they, let me finish i'm sorry i'm sorry and and they feel like black men are in the same position or worse um Mm. so you know what i'm saying so it it, is two 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 cheeks of the same has everybody's dying alone which is stupid thinking. So if, 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 if we're walking off a cliff, we're okay with the fact that we're walking off a cliff as long as we know that you're walking off the cliff ahead of us. Like, that's the <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I say this to BGS all the time, me and him. This is the one place me and BGS really disagree. He's like, you know, struggle and starvation to get their mind right. And I'm like, I don't think you understand the modern, the, the women under 40, they, they're so angry that they'll starve to death. <laughs> just not to ask you for some food because they don't want to give you the gratification. Yeah, but you know, BGS yeah. from the old school and um old school believing um pain does cause change. But if you if you still have men that can't get together on one accord, and you have half the men trying to save them and half the men on the other side, and then those other half are still at the end of the day, at the end of the day, everybody's gonna want some some ass everybody's gonna want some pussy and men don't have the discipline to 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 say no um men don't have the discipline for that and so we're always gonna have men on our side that help we will always have men on our side to protect us and to defend us whether we're right wrong and but are they really protecting and defending us because we're constantly Mm. making arguments that we're not protected and no one is defending us this is the thing i feel like we are protected but women want men to run and jump at their every whim um when women had when a woman got her ass uh beat up at the goddamn asian nail shop and the men black men went and stood out there and was like no you know we're we're boycotting this shit and women will still like fuck that we going anyway you know you you would still have men to come and defend that i mean that was a good example of what comes with male protection with male protection there's going to come a set of rules like okay this because as a man if i'm putting my life on the line i gotta make sure that I can do what I can in order to get back to my family. So if I'm standing, uh, if I'm standing in support of you, if I'm standing up and I'm fighting for you, I'm going to have a set of rules that I need you to follow because I need to keep me safe. And in order to do that, I need you to play your role. And black women weren't willing to do that. That was a great example of why a lot of men are not willing to put their necks on the line. Because if I put my neck on the line and you say F me, you still going in there and getting a deal on a 50% off weave. What 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 am I doing here? Right. You're right. Um, shout out to Roger Report. Shout out to my brother. Peace. He said divestors don't matter. There isn't enough of them to count for anything. Well, they're just one aspect, Roger. We're talking about they're, PWE. They're one aspect of that, but you have to take into consideration um that movement is growing mm-hmm. by leaps and bounds. Um, and if you, I, I'll tell you, uh, every now and then I would go and check divestment zealots numbers, right? I think when I was first going to our chat room uh, last year, end of last year, I think she was doing about an average of about a good 400. She's up to a thousand people mm. damn near every stream now. Wow. Um, Sinji can keep about 2000 people in her chat. Mm-hmm 
with the message of abort black male babies. I love yep. it. And I'm seeing the messages outside of YouTube, too. Literally, I'm seeing women on social media, I mean, on TikTok, um, uh, promoting uh, divest from black men. Literally. I love it. So the movement is definitely growing. I wouldn't I would say there's definitely um, some credence that should be paid to it because um, at some point, I think everybody's going to affect each other, um, yeah, just like the mental sphere. Yep. Yeah, people talk the same thing about the mental sphere. Oh, that's a small little space. Facts. That's nothing to worry about. <laughs> you know, all it takes is one person to go viral in their content. And they oh. did it uh, a couple days ago with the guy with that. Uh, that was SYSBM. Well, mm-hmm. well, the reason why the mental sphere grew is because, well, there were women that were advertising uh for us by doing anti MGTOW or anti MRA videos. Just like y'all do anti divestment um things. I yeah. guess but the but, biggest um, growth was when we started to see Kevin Samuels go viral. Like literally now he's yeah. essentially a household name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From whoop that trick. Um so yeah. Uh shout out to Marco Ross. He says more than half Mr. Z. Um thank you so much for that Marco. Yeah. Hope it gets worse. I love it. You hope it gets worse. Yeah, I told y'all that in the interview. I hope it Nobody gets worse. Else was up here. Who left? Because um, that was act- actually uh, Amiri. Oh, Amiri that, uh, came yeah, okay. up, but Amiri, if you're still in the chat, definitely come up because we definitely love to hear what you have to say on the topic. What's up, brother uh-oh. Roger? Uh oh. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? Can y'all What's hear me? Good? We can yeah, hear, we can hear okay. you. Okay. Boost mode. Okay, I'm just making sure. Making sure, hater, hater, hater. But uh, <laughs> um, what y'all was saying about the divestors, nobody cares. That's that that movement doesn't matter because you need another outside group to be okay with it. They're trying to divest from black men, but get white men. It's got to be cool with white men first. So and you haven't. It ain't. <laughs> Go ahead. I was gonna ask you. So within this space, and our space is small, um, you have this guy Cohen, there's a guy named Cup of Joe, uh, there was Mr. E, there was the white couple that came through with, uh, I think her name was Cassie, I forgot the other guy's name. Um, There have been a couple of white men that have been on board with this. Um, I... I, I I think that white men are on board with this. Um, white men have joined with black women in talking shit about black men. I'm starting to notice that a lot more than I've ever not, noticed that before. Not in mass. White, white are, not white, in mass, white not are, yet. White men are smart. If they come out and say shit about black men, they're going to get paid. And women going to give them money. Especially if they white. They have the potential to make more money than anybody else. That's just being intelligent. But when it comes to them and actual having relationships, there are numbers attached to interracial relationships. If black women can get a white man, have at it. Yep. We ain't got time to care about that. Have at it. Yep. No, but y'all do care about that though. And, and no, no, that's no. What, not, uh, not the ones, not the ones who want the white. If you come out and profess ones. that a white man is is a look, if you want a relationship with a white man, a white man is your leader. Ain't nothing I can do with you. Yeah, have but you're not gonna to talk about. You but 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 
the whole thing is is when that happens y'all feel just about the same way we do when we see black men date out y'all have a problem with black women they dating say they out. Don't care. when no, when no, that no. white wait a minute no. i'll give you a prime example I'll give you a prime example. When that white boy was on Cynthia G and she had him parade and she was parading him around, damn near every man I saw was having a freaking fit because she did that. Um, y'all okay. care. Y'all care about uh okay. white men and being thrown I'll, in your Y'all look, care about that. Look, Come on. No, no, no. But uh there's there's always like a group of men like the hotel people or like Hebrew Israelites and that's going to be an issue for them because of their belief system, but the average everyday brother, why would I'm why would I concern myself with some black woman who wants to date some white man? What am I supposed to do with a woman like that? She wants a white guy. I'm not a white guy. There's nothing for me to do. There's no, no way I can become a white guy. It is something that I have zero concern with. And any intelligent brother know he can't become white. There's nothing he can do about that. So it's a dead issue. So therefore, she should be ignored. And that's I what smart say, men don't do. You just ignore them. I would say, Roger, report that you're right. Um, if men were acting rationally, uh, they should just move on. But I know um, for a fact that, you know, the guys that, you know, they talk to black unity and black love and everything, they don't want to see that. Just like black women, uh, a lot of black women uh, don't want to see uh, a black man with a, a different race of woman. Some men care, even though there's nothing that they could do about it. They should move on. But it just bugs them. Yeah. And that's that's well, a lot well, of y'all. You know what? I'm the fact that y'all would be talking about divesters, period, within the manosphere, period, says that y'all are concerned about what women are doing, especially are if they're they dating white men. Because they berating black men and pushing this notion that black male babies should be aborted, or are they concerned because of who they're choosing to to promote and you know to date and marry with? I'll well, be honest with you. I don't if, think I don't if, think black men even care about that. They just it's just it's just offensive. Like we don't, we don't really care. It's just how dare you talk about? We don't actually care about black babies being aborted. Much of it is the, the neoliberal. Of, I'm how sorry. Dare you. Go ahead. You know it. it, it so that, I'll take it even a step further. It's the neo-Nazi language. It's. It, I agree with, with with the brother when he said it's not even to a certain extent. It's not even the black babies being aborted as bad as that is. It's it's the it's the language, right? So yeah, I mean. I, Look, we already know black women been piping, you know, and having sex with white men forever. Like that's not that's not a concern. You know, your your great grandfather was raising mixed babies, right? So like, come on. <laughs> so right. So like, that's that's not even the issue. The issue is the language. If you're if you're gonna appeal, if this is part of black women empowerment, if you're going to appeal to white men, you know, d does it have to be at the expense of black men and in this way, right? So like that that lets me know what you really think about white men. You think most white men are all white men are on some racist anti-black thing. I don't even know if I disagree with you on that, but <laughs> you know, so so the way you appeal to them is by saying abort black sons. The way you appeal to them is by saying, you know, the worst, most heinous things about black men you get off on. I mean, like we literally got sisters talking about you get off on watching white racist cops beat up on black men. If that's part of black women wow. empowerment, yeah, no, no, that's a real thing. No, that's a real thing. That's a real video. Dr. Hassan has it. He played it. Multiple people have played that clip. Yeah. So sisters, yeah. I, why am I even calling them sisters? Yeah, no, no, no. And, and, and she, you know, she was she, on that same live. She was saying, oh, because the, the, the other lady was trying to slip in the N word, black woman 
trying to slip in the inward with the hard ER. And she's like, no, 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 leave that. We do that backstage. We do that, at, you know, away from, you know, the eyes. And the, so, yeah. that, I mean, that's part of black women empowerment. Those women are part of that. You group. know what karma is Yeah, real, but wait, you wait, wait, wait. upon somebody, Lord, oof. But you, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, the same way that you had guys that were on Black Avenger that would also be considered a part of the manosphere, y'all, the, the, it's a they've fine. Yeah, they've said it on YouTube. And the it's same a fine freaking line. Thing. Yeah. What? What? No. That the thing is, the Black manosphere. We define who we is. If we didn't put you on the list, they don't count. Like any random black yeah, but this thing, was random some thing. time ago. And have you ever been on Black no, Avengers, no, Roger? No, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but this is the thing. Everybody wants to associate who they want conveniently with the black manosphere. If we didn't put them no, on the list, they don't matter. No, these were people that were held as being part of the manosphere. Like, these oh, were people oh, who were... Well, actually, there oh, was com comments, content that was highlighted about Obsidian and some of the negative things that he said yes. about black women. Uh, okay, but I mean, there's negative things to be said. So what? So what? Yeah, Somebody said something negative. Just saying negative things to be said. But 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 when it comes to divestors, somebody may have talked about it because they heard of it. But at the end of the day, when it comes to relationship, a man is the lead. If a woman is following a white man, they have a total separate agenda at that point. They mm -hmm. the black community don't need to be concerned with them. Period. Now I understand you're gonna have like I said, you, there's always gonna be that little hotel section. That's gonna say something. There'll be the Hebrew Israelites who's gonna say something. And then there were some guys raised that, you know, you gotta worry about black women no matter what they do. And that was just a stupid teaching a lot of guys got from their mama. But as they mature and become and, and become into their own, you have to understand if somebody is on another track, that's not your team. You don't worry about them no more. So who cares about a divestment? White men should care about divestment. There's nothing for black men to concern themselves with when it comes to those people. They worthless people to us. I agree. Now, I'm not saying they can't do what they want to do. I'm just saying I don't care that you're doing it because you just said white men is your leader. So go follow them. There's mm -hmm. nothing to talk about with black men when it comes to a divestment. Roger, you do, you think, do you think that uh, they're doing that um, in hopes of the black men that I believe that they really want, um, in hopes that those black men are will do better by seeing negative images kind of i guess kind of like a reverse psychology no, no what 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 they want is they want men to react to them and feel some form of jealousy because right. that's what they feel and that's right. that's what it, and my thing is i ain't nobody got time to be worried about you you are you picked white man go follow him yeah 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 and it's the same but everybody has the same message on the opposite side um because the, the thing the let me finish my point pleasure. let me finish <laughs> because if it's uh black men being dealing with white women um and let's say something happens to the black man that dealt with white women what they gonna tell y'all is that's not they don't have nothing to do with us go over there with them this is not our fight that was the big movement behind the uh um some what's his name i forgot his name but i know you're talking about yeah that's Toby, just, that, Toby. i know who you're talking about yeah and it literally just happened and so what i'm saying is this the same thing on the opposite side it's a lot a lot of the same talking points brought up on the opposite side a lot it's very similar very similar no, no, they don't count, though, because women aren't the leaders of relationships 
They're not the leaders of society. They can y- y- wait, wait, wait. Want- wait. You know what's crazy, Roger? You know what's crazy? Is if we look at... <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to go. They're going to say that y'all aren't leading society either. That's what those women are. <laughs> they, they can say whatever they like, but in yeah. reality... Men get together, men make things happen. Yep. Whatever woman you deal with has to has to move in the direction of the society you belong to as a man. So when a black woman dates a white man, she has to start gearing toward white society. Period. Yep. A black men don't have, have men to do that, that when they date a white woman. The d- woman they has don't? to start gearing toward black society. Sir, the no, Roger, no. Roger, let, Roger, let, Roger. Let you have it. a movement called SYSBM. You have men that are willing to denounce their whole culture to get away from black people. Before you counter me, just let me say it. At the end of the day, any man who chooses a woman of any race, that woman has to make a choice. Do I want to deal with that man and his group? They have to start gearing toward the, the group they're going to. Mm-mm. We've had men in this space that have openly admitted. O'Shea did an interview with a guy who said he had to denounce. He said even his speech, the music he listens to, he yep. moved away and left everything he knows. His name is Chris. Like he and that, and that and, happens. And, like there are men who and, literally and, denounce and, and all of their blackness to fit into a white society or whatever culture. Any woman who's with him got to do what he say. She got to join whatever he says. That's he how it is. No, he's man, doing what she says. Has, oh, say he needs no, to no, 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 wait. No, no, no. You said the man had already made a choice to leave black, quote unquote, black society. Which means he, that woman has to gear toward whatever he says. If You're you saying that, that no, black. that's not true. That's sense. not it. That's not even true. If you, how if you, how can two people be together if they're not going to agree with a direction? He's clearly what, being led by her. If he has, facts. he was saying it as though he does not want to denounce the music he listens to. That he has to sneak and listen to certain music. That he can't no. use black vernacular. He wasn't saying it like I'm proud that I have to do this. He was saying I had uh, to give up. No, all and he was actually that. being led by the woman. No. Anytime that you're saying no. that you're willing to give up your culture, your way of life, your way of being as a black man to go and live in somebody else's culture then you are following behind the woman if you're giving up any parts of yourself you are following behind the woman the woman is not acquiescing to that situation the what what the woman is doing she cooking and cleaning and she's being nice but if if a man is actually sitting there denouncing his culture he's definitely following behind the woman i have a question did Uh, he denounce so basically, y'all basically saying there is some example out there. So we're going to take the exception and make it the rule. Men don't follow women in general. We that's all know this. Exactly. So that's not true. A woman's going to have to coincide with what that man is doing. You know what, Roger? I think that that if you're saying that women don't follow behind men, um, men don't follow behind women. That's the way it should be. I absolutely agree with that. But if you're saying that that doesn't happen, we have we're in a situation where they're calling the black black society, the black community, a matriarch. The matriarch means that men are following behind. The women are the leaders or the women have been the leaders. The men have allowed themselves to be led. Mm, good point, Danny. I have a question. So well, the guy even um, in that, the, the hold man on, just let me ask this question. Did the guy 
did she actually tell him he had to denounce it or did he just feel like he had to i i think that difference. he felt like to be he accepted, had to yeah, to yeah. Be accepted. and because he she, he followed her halfway across the country leaving his hometown and stuff to a very small like he said there's like hardly any black people in the entire town he left everything he knows to go and you know um following behind her to this small town where he's in the extreme minority and so in order to fit in he had to denounce his blackness somebody should talk about SYS. Can, can, can speak on, 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 on this uh real quick first of all let me just say hello to the panel um Hey, Uncle Stu, let me read your super chats real, real quick. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. He says this issue has been going on since the 90s. So this is not new at all. I can speak big time on this big time showing support and love. And we definitely, definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. Shout out to R.B. Aura. He says if conservatives outlaw abortion, um, could sell out marriages <laughs> be next? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. no, you didn't bring up the case, John. Um, thank you so much, RVR. Okay, Uncle Stu. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got one more. We got one more. Shout out to D Mac the Trucker. He says, My Becky listens to what I listen to, and she follows me. Stop well, lying. that's you uh, we're, we're, we're really excited. You're like one out of a million. Green day. Stop lying. <laughs> Becky, finally uh, listen to so something. Uh, before you go on to me, I make one quick statement. It's going to be extremely quick. And all, all I'm saying to you, all I'm saying to y'all, because I'm not arguing that you don't have some men that are women-led. What I'm telling you is the man has to already buy into it. If he's if he's bought into women should lead, then that's, where, that's the direction he's going to go. But the woman is with that man because of the direction he chose to go. He chose to be... Uh, led by a woman, so therefore she's cool with it. You see what I'm saying? If he don't make that choice, she's with a whole different person. Go ahead, Uncle Stu. Thank you, sir. All right. That's not a problem. Um, I just want to make sure that I have clarity because I just came in within the last like five minutes and overheard the conversation. Is is what I'm to understand? Are y'all arguing about the divestor community in the sense of is it popular or are you arguing the reasons behind you know this this intercultural war? What what really is the premise of the argument so I know how to respond correctly? Well, Roger came up and said that divestments um it, it's basically not anything to be concerned with. And he said black men um, definitely shouldn't be concerned with because these women have um, said that they're under the direction and leadership of white men. And I, we, Concrete and I are basically saying that black men are definitely concerned with it. Just like black women are concerned with black men dating out, black men are concerned with black women dating out. And I don't necessarily think they're concerned with black women dating out. I think they are concerned with the divestment group, but I think it's because of the message and rhetoric that they push in. Okay. Um, let me respond this way. And, and if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of quickly do it from a historical perspective. And I'm only going to go back into the 90s. Uh, I'm not going to go deep into the, you know, Virginia versus Lovett case and all this other stuff. In the early 90s, black women was leaving black men by the thousands. And it was very well known. And if you look at uh, what's his name's mother, um, who became a world famous actress, um, 
the divestment has always been taking place. And one of the leading arguments among African-American women, especially since they started rising up in the economic and social class, was that African-American men could not you know, achieve or they have not risen up to those economic and sociological levels. This was one of the explosions of and one of the pivotal reasons behind the Million Man March in 1995. Um, so Black women has been leaving the African-American male community. Now, my argument with it is, and, and I agree with what with, with Roger's report had to say, for many African-American men, I mean, we really don't care. Um, you know, do you, love you, you know, be who you who, who want to love you. And, and I agree that if you do go that direction, fine. I think the biggest argument has to be when African-American men do it. That is when we become over-policed. That's when we become abused. That's when we become pushed out of the African-American community. When a black woman dates out, she's still part of the community. When a black man dates out, he is pushed out of the community. So this is the over-policing of the African-American males that needs to be talked about. Now, there's two different arguments that seems to be on the table. One argument has to be, are you leaving the black community because of true, pure love? Because I have to recognize there are some people that grew up a certain kind of way, grew up culturally a certain kind of way, and they are rejected by the African-American community. Meaning when we define what is black culture or what is black experience, we have to recognize that we're a diverse culture. And a lot of times people that grew up a certain cultural way are rejected by the African-American community and is more accepted by other communities. We have to accept that as a fact of, of cultural understanding. Second thing that we have to accept as a fact is there are some that, hey, they just love the other race and it's all about pure love. Has nothing to do with hating black people. Um, we, can, we can look at examples of people that has married out but still love their people, love their fight, love their plight. They just happen to be married to someone different. Now, I think when we're looking online at these particular divestors, what we're looking at is African-Americans who has not only rejected uh, being in the black community, but they really divest out because of a hate. And see, that is the argument that needs to be made. If now I have a, I have a black woman, black children, you know, black mama. So for all those who want to think I'm going, you know, I, I, I'm not sticking with my people. I do. I love my people. But please understand that if let's just say that, you know, if argumentatively um, I was with a white woman or with a Hispanic woman, you know, I could be with her in love and in leadership, but still believe in my people in the sense of advancement, in the sense of culture, in the sense of education. So there's a difference between loving somebody of the opposite of the opposite color because of love versus loving somebody because I hate my own. You know, so we, we I think we have to get the two separated because, again, I know black people who have went and married outside their race, but love their people. 
So there's a difference between I'm marrying out of love versus I hate my people. And I think that when we begin to talk about the divesting community, at least from some, I, I haven't really uh, indulged in that community because I love my people. But at the same time, some of the language that I'm hearing is, is not about loving the other race, it's about hating your own. And that's the difference. You, you, the, the, am I making sense to anybody? I think what, you're what, making what, sense, and I have to agree that uh, I'll be real quick. So I, I have to agree that uh, just because you marry out, that does not necessarily denote hate for your own group. But marriage and deciding to marry, like that's a series of actions. And we, you know, we I often hear in this space, and I often hear men say, you know, men are more logical, and you know, like literally, men aren't generally led by their hearts. You understand, most people understand that marriage is uh, a business deal. Like you're literally um, in, entering into contract with someone else and you understand the importance of what all goes into that. So if you say that you love your people and your plight is, you know, uplifting your people and you're all about the community, the first way in which you symbolize that is to marry someone within your community and, you know, um, in order to, you know, uh, build with someone that looks like you. But I, I do agree that just because you marry out does not mean that you hate your group and that you know you 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 wish ill on the black community and that you don't support your group um but i do think marriage is a series of conscious decisions it's not something that just happens by happenstance you're just walking down the street and boom you see a beautiful white woman and oh you just fall in love and you see butterflies like no it's a series of conscious decisions um and i think that we often do talk about the extremes we're focused on those the group who who hates black women wants nothing to do with them don't find them desirable and would would not even entertain a black woman because of their disdain for you know women who look like them um, mm -hmm. as opposed to those who are somewhere in the middle of the road and for whatever reason they decide to date and marry outside their race. Right. And, and also well, remember, I, I did give you, I did give you a little, hold, hold, hold on, uh, Mr. Roger Report. I did I'll give wait, you a, a small caveat. And that is a caveat that everyone that, that again, this isn't the topic that y'all on, but, but for a future conversation, it really needs to be understood. What is black culture what is black experience the reason i say that that has to be a subconscious or a conscious conversation is because if you take a black male who was raised up in a in, in an environment where let's say argumentatively he was mostly around white people or white culture or even a a economic status he is rejected. She is rejected. We have to recognize that we do have within our own culture a rejection of certain types of black people. Meaning if you speak a certain kind of way or if you was culturally raised up a certain kind of way, then you are rejected. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. Let's take me as the example. I don't normally brag about this. I don't normally talk about this, but I suffered in that manner. I was not raised in, in, in poor neighborhoods. I was raised with a mother and a father, and I grew up extremely wealthy. Guess what? I was rejected by my own people. Why? Because I didn't suffer the same way they suffered. Yet, mm -hmm. 
I'm yeah. a black man because every time I step out my house, I'm still black. I love my people. But I understand that. And I think we've all dealt like myself and Danny have highlighted that before, just as being dark skinned women. In addition, I was raised in a very small town. And I remember going to the closest big city would have been Chicago and everyone talking about how proper I sounded and like, you know, facing isolation and rejection because of the way that I spoke. So I think that often there are like many sects of black people who deal with that type of rejection. But I do understand your point. Roger, I know you're trying to get in. Um, go ahead, brother. What were you well, well, let me I just, wanted to, I just wanted to get that point out. That's all. Thank, Thank you, Michael Stu. Let me read the these super chats real, real quick, and you got it next. Shout out to Better Future. He says, white women don't even listen to white men, and you expect them to listen to us who have no social status in society that they dominate? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Shout out to New York. He says, hey, Sister George, Concrete Rose, and Brother Curlin. Um, yeah. Shout out to you, New York, and thank you so much for the super chat. Roger, take it away. Okay, this is the thing. There's a, it's a conflation of different groups of people. People have people have interracially dated for a long time. Divestors yeah. are not just interracial daters. Divestors are people who can't stand black men. They hate black men. They want to see the downfall of black men. And they want to date interracial because of that. That is a small percentage of a small percentage. Because there's a small percentage of black women that are interracially dating and marrying white men, but you're but that's an even smaller percentage of the women who actually do that. The divest is a very very small group of people, and the only way to actually make them seem like they something is to start conflating them with other people who happen to be interracially dating. Those are the ones that can't stand us, hate us, and want to kill our children. They're nobody. Period. They, 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 there's not enough of them to matter. They want to matter, but they don't. It's just not enough of them. I think it's a bifurcation of our society. The brother was speaking earlier about, you know, essentially black people, how they, how we speak and how we act towards brothers and sisters that come from, you know, somewhat of a different background or somewhat of a different situation. And, and maybe that's why that person ends up white. Well, I will say this, right? I like to use the Asian community as the juxtaposition because mainly we do it. So I like doing it too. <laughs> so. And, and they have much of the same situation, but many of them are solidly middle or upper middle class, yet they're still marrying out primarily to white people at a high rate. Once again, 54% for Asian women, 39% um, for Asian men, primarily to white people. I bring that up to say it's at the end of the day, it's a white chase. When, when, when sisters talk, when these divestors talk, and this is tying all the way back to black women empowerment. When they talk about black men, they primarily compare black men to white men. They primarily marry and date when these divestors finally end up with a non-black man. They're not really talking about Latino men because we know black men on average make more than Latino men, right? They don't, it's not about Latino men. It's not about Arab men. It's not about South Asian men. It's not about East Asian men. It's primarily about white men. And that's for, all, that's for women of color, generally speaking, black women specifically. You tie that to black women empowerment. The reason why this is even a thing is because of the bifurcation of our entire society, not just black people. Because when Asian women insult Asian men, they say, I can't date you because you look like my brother, right? And then who do you end up with? You don't end up with an Arab dude. If you're East Asian, you don't end up with a South Asian dude. You end up with a white dude because it's the bike. Everybody's trying to get to that top. So a lot of the men are trying to be white men and a lot of women are trying to end up with white Ooh. men. We're all trying to find a very interesting way. Um, let me finish. Yo, we all are trying to find our interesting way to justify what it really is 
They took over the planet over the past 500 years and everybody's trying to either be with them or be like them. I can, I, I will direct you to the LGBTQ community and the white dick is God over there. Okay, and I'll pause right there. The only, the only reason why I'm going to, the only reason why I'm going to We're going to have you chime in real quick and then I got to get RBR in here next. Okay, because I'm getting ready to get off soon. I'm sorry, y'all. No, go ahead. Okay, very quickly, the only reason why I will push back is because you're looking at a black man that's been around the world almost three times. Um, I hate to tell you, but the Asian community rejects the white community. The Asian community loves black men. I'll tell you right now, black men go to the Philippines, he go to China, he go to Japan. He is the most respected, loved, and, and admired of all the races. You go to Hawaii, trust me, white people are rejected in Hawaii. So I have to push back on that particular argument. I would also say you will find just as many Asians marrying mm -hmm. African-American men as you would find in certain areas them dealing with white men. Most Asians are more connected to the African-American community than they are to the white community. So I've seen it. In I, I hear what you're saying, brother, but that's not what the interracial marriage numbers say in America. I, I, I would agree with you globally. Globally, uh, you have an argument. But in America, in Canada, in Britain, listen, it, it, and you can argue it's it's white majority country. And I, and I would agree with that. But we cannot pretend like when the arguments are being made against men of color, black men specifically, it's always on some comparing to white shit. Right. So I, I see where you're coming from. And I, I would tend to agree, especially globally. But in America, that's a whole different that's a whole different argument. Got you. Well, ladies, I want to thank you all so much for allowing me up. I wish I can stay longer. You know, I'm just getting back from from New York. You know, um, thank you, Sister George, for your prayers as 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 you know, we laid my dad to rest. Um, yeah. So, so you know, we have our to, deepest condolences. Oh, no problem. Look, he was a great man, a Vietnam veteran, a retired mm. NYPD cop. We did good. You know, mm. it's just time for me to take the ball and move it forward. You know, yeah. that's all. That's all. But I want to thank everybody on the panel. Wealth of knowledge, wealth of information. And I will probably be back on this panel again when y'all have these great intellectual conversations. Thank Definitely you. Definitely appreciate you. Definitely appreciated the conversation and your contribution to it. So thank you. Thank you. Definitely come back to join us. Okay. Definitely. Y'all have a good night. You too. RBR, what you got before okay. we go ahead and wrap it up? Oh, okay, good. Well, thank you. Oh, shit. Am I on? No, go ahead. We want to hear what you got. RBR, we can hear okay, you. Okay, good. good. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't see the meters jumping. Well, let me say this. Um, but as to the last conversation, I don't really agree that just because white people control 99% of the media and white people um, have to lie about their race being superior to all other races, that that means other races are naturally attracted to them. We're attracted to people whose lies we believe. But the truth of the matter is 1% of white people control 90% of white wealth. So mm -hmm. the black, the white women and the white men that the black women and black men are getting have no access to the Fortune 500 wealth. What they do have access mm -hmm. to is a white person who lives vicariously through the top wealthiest 500 families 
on mm-hmm. earth that are facts. Right. So facts. what you're marrying, what you're marrying is an idea. It's a stereotype. Say in that. The, yeah. So in the most populated, richest continent on earth, that would be Africa. There are zero interracial marriages. Sister um, Faith Ideal, I call her the um, the Cynthia Z. <laughs> All right. Because she's she likes Cynthia G, but she's opposite of Cynthia G. She loves her black race and culture and rejects the myth of white supremacy. She said until she came to North America, she never experienced racism in her life. Wow. They had they had never interacted. They were like me. I grew up in Seattle. I Where had she's, seen, from? she's from Africa. I don't know what oh. I, I would think Nigeria, because most oh, of the okay. Yeah, Niger- I would think Nigeria, but I can't say for sure. But she had never even seen racism. They have never even interacted with white people. They are 0.3% of the African population is white. 7.8%. That's interesting, that 0.3%. And I just saw a report that showed that the most wealthy people, and the most wealthy Africans, and um, only two were... I think it was the most wealthy Nigerians and only two were uh, black people and the other seven were white. No, six of the other seven were white. One was Asian. Half the billionaire list for Africa is white people. I'm not playing. Well, well, yeah, but see, they they do like Ernie Els. They make a fortune playing golf and they move to Africa. I'm talking about the people. No, they sit over there raking and pillaging. No, 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 that's not true. I mean, when you make billions of dollars. It definitely is. No, that's just, it's not true. What do you Those think they're over there for? Resources. Uh, here's why they're over there. When Resources. you make a billion dollars, me and baby been to the Bahamas. I've been there four times to the Bahamas. Yes. When you make a billion dollars, then you, you can go to an exotic country with billions of dollars. Come on, you guys. There are people who made um, YouTube for- fortunes who went to go to Puerto Rico and live like kings. Why? Because on $100,000, you live like a millionaire. If you think that colonialism has not affected African nations, it hasn't. Like, I, I got the bridge but, to But you're right. No, no, I, it hasn't. But you're right. The lies of colonialism have affected Africa, just like the lies about Americans being degenerate, lazy, and all that other shit. And they also us. over there stealing resources. Yeah, well, that's not true. When you come to Africa... Okay. And this is a debate that I've had with many Africans who are lying about China did invest $50 billion in Africa. They gave them a $50 billion loan. And then President Obama, the black genius, gave them a $50 billion, bought $50 billion worth of resources, gold, cell phone chips, and gave uh, South Africa money to relocate some of the farmers because the Negroes were killing the whites that took their farms. All right. They were murdering them. They had 30,000 white farmers who had stole black farms through, uh, over the last hundred years during the apartheid era. And now they're down to about 10,000. So Obama gave them 50 billion dollars to try to relocate those people instead of these Negroes killing them. Um, and the rest of the money was investment, which is doubled or even tripled his investment. Some of the money that the Chinese loaned to them, they defaulted on. But just like with the 30 percent of U.S. debt that the Chinese own, if you if I owe you 30 billion dollars, you're going to play nice. How come? Because you want your money. See that China has 30, 30 billion dollars of U.S. debt is owned by China. So they tell him, Putin, you're on your own. How come? Because if they help Putin with the Ukraine, 
uh, they can forget about that $30 billion. They'll never see it. So one of the ways that you can keep the racism at a minimum <laughs> is for them, for you to owe them money. Why? Because they want their money because they, they they hate black people. I understand. I get it. I get the racism. Uh, they want their money more than they want to stick it to the racist. All right. So I, I will push back on the colonization if you're buying resources. Now, if you go in there killing the men and raping the women, then okay. Now that's genocide. That's no, insane. I'm talking about the fact that's that they've infiltrated their government, that they take minerals from no, over there, that they, they take don't. gold from over they there, that they take diamonds from well, over who there. Are you talking because about? of their that's infiltration and their stealing no. and doing the brutal okay. things that they've well, done well, around this globe. Okay, well that's that's a lie. Go ahead. Well, you come what, well, I'm just saying, come on, don't do that because it's it, the misinformation is what's killing everybody's on here talking about white people. You can look it up. It's not hard You can look it up too. I so have. Saying, I've read books on it. Okay, okay, you read books from Fox mm -hmm. News. Okay, listen, oh. well, here's what I'm saying. I'm not if about to argue. If you go to Africa with $50 billion, China mm -hmm. came to America, right, with 30, um, with $5 trillion. Do you understand what I'm saying? They I'm not arguing with you over China. I'm not talking, I didn't even what? mention China. What are you talking they about? They went to Africa with $50 billion cash and you're calling it colonization yes i wasn't even talking about the chinese go ahead and make your point okay now the south africans came with zero dollars with some guns and some knives and started killing the men and raping the women that's okay. colonization but if you come with trillions and billions of dollars that's not colonization i never that's mentioned crazy. that rbr what's your point regarding the topic My point is they're not going in there and and colonizing Africa because black people are inferior. That's a lie that white people Nobody to get black people to want to marry white people. Okay, RBR, do you know what we're talking about? We're talking about black women yeah, empowerment. Did any of this? People are superior. You're talking about Wait, black what? people who have been oh my God, nobody to the of white supremacy. These are the sellouts. The coon-ass niggas. 90% Don't do that. Okay, don't tell the truth. But 90% of black people in the general population 99.9% .9 of black people on YouTube believe that white superior. Okay. So yes, but you said what Obama wrote in his book is when he was dating the white girl, he had to adopt their culture. You ain't coming into no white girl's house talking about you pro-black and you embrace your black mm -hmm. race and culture and reject the myth of white supremacy. They ain't having it. Mm -hmm. So yes, when you, when you think that a great group, great uh, race of people are lying to you, that they uh, created African civilization 4 million years before white people existed. Well, then you have to cater to whatever lie they're telling you. But mm. we have to reject that lie. I have a battle going on with that idiot good mother. She says that racism, <laughs> that racism, her argument is that racism is not racism, it's feminism. That feminism <laughs> is responsible for 450 years of slavery, racism, discrimination, and oppression based on race. It's an attack on white men by feminists, not by racists, which is ridiculous and absurd. But they love to do that because they want to say claim intersectionality to say that we have the same fight in our, we have a shared enemy and it's the white man. The white woman is innocent. Exactly. But she's mm -hmm. saying that, that we're attacking the white men, but they're really using, like with the abortion thing that's going on with Roe v. Wade. Black people, black women, stopped aborting their babies in 2008 when Obama was elected. There was 500 um, black abortions per 1,000 live births in 2007. That's from the CDC. In 2008, there were 100 
abortions for 1,000 live births, an 80% reduction in black abortions when that black genius was elected president, them sisters was not trying to abort the next Obama. Now, 10, 14 years later, oh, they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade and it's going to affect black and brown women the most. Bullshit. Black women stop having abortions. It's the white women who have 300 in 2019. White women had 330 abortions per 1,000 live births. Black women had 100, less than half of the black abortions as the white mm. women. But the That's media it. is owned by who? Not black women. It's owned by white racists in the top 1%. And they are telling their commentators and Joanne Reed and them to push the lie that this will affect the people that the Republican Party hates. Poor black people, all the black people on welfare. 87% of the working poor and the people on welfare are white. 26% white Anglo, 33% white Hispanic, 26% whites from Europe, undocumented whites from Europe and Canada. 87% of the people that are on welfare are white. But uh -oh. they're lying to us because they hate us because we're black. Thank you, RBR. <laughs> Very interesting points. Um, you you went you went around around the mulberry bush, but you you said some straight facts. Um, so we are actually going to start the process to shed it on down, uh, and we'll go ahead and start with you, MGTOW Universe. Well, that was uh, that was fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said before, man. Um, I am. I do like the idea of black women carving out their own space, whether I agree with it or not is irrelevant. Um, and we'll see. Um, I, I mean, I've had a bunch of videos. Uh, what's his name? Um, I forgot his name, but he covers like a lot of that stuff in the BWE. Um, I guess there's some sort of infighting. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, as far as um, um, I lost my train of thought. Um, I do think uh, that those black women, for the majority, they still love black men. They just want, they just want the black men that they want. Um, and even the video that we, you were referring, referencing earlier, uh, even that black woman, uh, she cares about black men too. They don't care about real um, SA victims in those countries. They don't care. That's just, like I said, that's their hook to shame. Uh, those men that goes to those countries. Um, but yeah, thank you all again uh, for having me. Um, I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you, Roger Report, Mr. Z, Sister George, and Concrete Rose, and RBR Network, and the others that was on the panel. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, McTown Universe. Mictown. Absolutely. RBR, what you got in closing? What, what final comments do you have? All right. Well, I just want to say to Miss Wanda, I know Obama's not president uh, anymore, but what's his vice president doing nowadays? What's what's Obama's Ooh, pre Big vice Mala. president? No, uh, his, uh, no, no, no. Obama's vice president, not Biden. Oh, Biden. Yeah, that Biden. would be the that would be the white boy that spent eight years under the black genius learning how to go. <laughs> Stop it! I'm in these white that's people. Why, tell that's you why, your that's why his administration is doing the clownery that they're doing. No, they're not doing the clownery. You guys are just these idea I'm racist <laughs> are superior. That's that's all. You guys have bought into the myth. I told you, 99 percent of black people on you black YouTube have bought into the. Myth. The white supremacy, you're rooting for Putin and stumping for Trump. Shame on you. 
And you over there rooting for Biden? Of all folks? You goddamn right. I'm rooting for The KKK member? I'm just saying, oops. I'm a Democrat. I'm not ashamed. Biden. I'm not Biden, who created the crime Biden, 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 let, let RBR go, Biden honey, because we're going to be up here. Listen. Let him go. Well, Biden couldn't do a damn thing until he met mm -hmm. that black genius and spent eight years under him. Goddamn right. So anyway, you guys stop selling out your race. Take a white oh, people as superiors. Stop that dumb shit and join the goddamn team. And let's stop these racists from killing everybody on earth who's not white and not in the top 1%. I love you. We love our black race. We ain't selling out. We ain't aborting our babies. We ain't dating <laughs> damn racists and Nazis. <laughs> All right? We black. All right, Church. you guys have a good uh, I, uh, good evening. Thank you for checking it, checking it out. I do have a channel, RBR Network, and the RBR Network for women. Let's do Church. This. <laughs> All right. Thank you, RBR. Good night, y'all. Right. We appreciate you. You're Obama worshiping. What will we do yeah, without right. it? I, I, black excellent. I know you hate black excellent. You want me to talk about R. Kelly, but fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> somebody real. It's a real brother. Good night, RBR. <laughs> Good want, night. They want me to talk about OJ. All right, RBR. We'll holler at you. Mr. Um, Mr. Z, uh, what are your final comments, brother? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> okay, look, I don't know what RBR is on, <laughs> but um, to back to Black women empowerment and whatever whatever that is, you know, um, Ed helped me. Edward Anderson helped me to evolve on this, and um, I'm foretelling Black women to do what they think is in their best interest. Now, that doesn't mean that. On my channel, I won't tell you you sound fucking retarded or you're or you're being delusional, but I won't tell you not to do it, right? And I evolved on that, right? Um, and, and and that's the same way I am with with the divesting thing being part of the black um women empowerment thing. I will still tell you you're retarded and it ain't gonna work, but I won't try to stop you. And that that was that wasn't gonna be a thing anyway. There was no way. Of, and even if I could, I wouldn't, <laughs> right? Um, black women empowerment to me like I said earlier, it's just, it's it's the bifurcation of our society. Um, it's how black women um, engage with individuality. It's how black women engage with, with wanting to do their own thing um, and practice negative liberty. This is, this is black women um, engaging with, I don't wanna be told what to do. I want the best of every aspect of life. Um, even even if those things con conflict with each other, um, do I think that most black women that you would speak to would be able to articulate it the way I am? Probably not. But if you sit down with them long enough, what they will show you is that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And half of the things they want conflict with the other half of the things they want, right? So that's, that's what black um, women empowerment looks like. The reason why it sounds confusing is because it is confusing. Um, and and like I said before, it's they're trying to put this under one big tent when it's a bunch of different moving parts. Um, and a lot of this isn't gonna it, it's it's not gonna come to fruition because it makes no sense. And and their delusion when it comes out in the real world and it hits the wall of reality and the fact that men aren't trying to be these these weird um cleanup men or supermen that you you want them to be when that when that cold hard reality hits. You're gonna see them shatter. You're gonna see them on antidepressants if you don't already see them on antidepressants. And black women empowerment is a thing. Let's give it another five years and see if we're still talking about it then. And I'll mm -hmm. end it with that. Thank you, ladies, for having me up. What's going on, Raj? And um, I'll, I'll, I'll holler at y'all later. 
Thank you, Mr. C. Definitely appreciated you. You ain't even trigger me today. It must be a good day. Thank you for (laughs) adding to the conversation. Salute, Mr. Z. Salute. Have a good one. Okay, well, I guess I can get my little final ones. Okay, Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes down to it, again, divestors don't matter. They're a small group of a small group because there's been people who've dated interracially but don't absolutely hate the men that they come from. Divestors are the group that actually hates the men that they come from. Don't nobody care. Ain't nobody got time to care about them. I know they want to be cared about, but ain't nobody got time for it. You don't matter at the end of the day. You just don't matter. Okay? So that's my message to divestors. You don't matter. And if you could date a white man and get a white man, knock yourself out. I'm not concerned. (laughs) Okay? And I don't think no other man really should be. Um, When it comes to Black women's empowerment, when I see black women's empowerment, I see a bunch of women trying to do whole stuff. You know what I'm saying? They claim black women's empowerment, and they, they dress and next to nothing. They talking about uh, um, being able to go out and have a bunch of sexual par- partners. I don't see anything when it comes to actual empowerment of black women. Now, there is something that black women have already done that you can actually slide under black women's empowerment because black women you know, practice white supremacy. And when they do stuff like they get into a job and they hire a bunch of other black women and instead of hiring men and women, that's actual empowerment. That's helping somebody do something that matters at the end of the day. Now, the only only issue with that is they do that to go against black men. They'll hire other people here and there, but usually they won't hire a black man. So, well, unless you're gay. If you're gay, you can get hired. You ain't got to worry about it. If you're a gay mm-hmm. black man, you straight. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only empowering they, they've ever done is to hire hire folks when they get into human resources department. Outside of that, there's nothing they're doing when it comes to empowerment. They're just people who talking nonsense and it, um, trying to to make people care that they're hoes. And they want men to accept that they're hoes. And why should we? There's no good reason to. So they can stay on that mountaintop and scream as long as they want. But that's just people trying to get men to act a certain way. When it comes to relationships, whether women like it or not, men are the standard. If we don't pick you, it's a problem for you because we're always going to measure a woman based on the man they with. That's not going to change. Jesus coming back first. And when it comes down to it, we're never going to base, we're never going to base from a societal standpoint, which has been disrupted in the black community, but eventually it's going to get back with us too. Well, I can't even say back for this group. It'll get there. We're always going to measure men outside of women. The man you are has nothing to do with the woman you pick. But the woman gets a man, and we always going to measure her by that man. If you're single, we know it's because of you. If you got a man that's no good, we know it's because you no good. Just is what it is. You're always going to be measured by your man. And women going to do that too, and they're going to they're gonna perpetuate it too, so it's not about to change. And I'm going to leave it there. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Roger. Yeah, thank you, Roger. Definitely appreciate you. Um, You said some interesting things, one of which I have a rebuttal for uh, in my final comments. (laughs) Um, He's gone. Yeah. Huh? He gone. I know. 
I'm hoping he's listening. Clearly, I know he gone. Um, oh, I didn't know if he was looking at the screen. No, 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 I'm looking at it. Yeah, I saw him drop down. Um, but I just wanted to say that I think that people are measured by their partners. I think that men are looked upon, uh, you know, and, and, and judged by who they partner with, too. If you have a, a loud, disrespectful woman, your uh, counterparts are going to look at you sideways and be like, damn, this man doesn't respect himself. In addition, us as women, men don't seem to realize this, but us as women when we see that you would a bum chick that actually decreases your value if you were someone that we as women see as less than us then that literally decreases your value but if you're with someone who we see like damn she's a baddie then your value increases for women so you know you are judged by who you partner with even if you're a man that that's not just something for women um i forgot who i was talking about for a second when i was going back and forth with um rbr and got caught up in the moment <laughs> but just really quickly um yeah colonization definitely has taken place over this entire globe africa was not um missed in that colonization of africa started back in the 1800s and european nations colonized africa um as it relates to the topic this was a real dope conversation very interesting i wasn't didn't anticipate it going the way in which it went but it was still interesting nonetheless and some very good conversations surrounding the talking points so yeah thank you for everybody who joined us all right well thank you guys so much for everything and we will see you guys back on the next one we're out peace oh and shout out to kit cloud for the uh well, yeah definitely out. what was it? he actually had a um oh gosh i'm glad you remembered that oh he was saying that empowerment is a meaningless words we gonna agree to disagree but thank you kit clouds all right y'all we'll see y'all on the next one peace